new era, baby. Hello, everyone. Welcome to After Live, the Collider Live After podcast. As always, uh, I'm your host, Sarah. With me, we have Mike. Yay! I'm here once again for episode 41 of the podcast. Yes. Whoop, whoop. And uh, also with us is Sean, my other co-host. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually here for this one. Yes, yeah. he's actually here. Um, and we also have a very special guest. We have the former movie movie trivia showdown single champion, a film critic for the LA Online Film Critic Society, co-host of the critically acclaimed podcast and the canceled too soon podcast, William Bibiani. Growl, growl, everybody! Growl, 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 <laughs> growl, growl. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I just wanted to start off and ask, how did you get involved in film, and like, where did that love come from? Uh, well, okay, that's that goes way, 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 way back. Um, probably all the way back to my mom. I mean, obviously, I watched a lot of movies when I was a kid, but my mother was really insistent that I learn movies the way I was learning, like you know, books in English class. So. We had like a regimen when I was young, like, okay, you can rent these Spider-Man cartoons, but you also have to watch Alfred Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train and Citizen Kane and Mrs. Miniver. And I was like, cool. And I hardly ever watched the Spider-Man cartoons because his other things were so much better. Um, <laughs> it took me a while to, to realize that like, I loved movies so much. I wanted to make them my life, but I'd probably figured it out by the time I was in junior high. And I just sort of started studying, studying everything I could. Um, we weren't a well-to-do family, so I wasn't one of those kids who like made a bunch of home movies because we couldn't afford a movie camera. Mm -hmm. So I, instead, I studied movie history and writing, and eventually I applied to a bunch of film schools, and I got into uh, UCLA, where I... I have a degree in screenwriting, technically. It's also <laughs> that uh, film school is also where I ended up meeting my wife and partner. So that was pretty cool. But um, it took me a while to figure out what I needed to do in the industry. I, I started, I mean, I wrote some screenplays. I worked a little bit behind the scenes. And eventually, fate sort of stepped in. And the only thing people would pay me to do was write about movies. And so I focused on that, discovered that's kind of what I like doing the most is being part of the conversation uh, and helping to educate people about the history of cinema. So I started doing that pretty much full time. And that's been pretty much my whole damn job for the last 10 years. Okay. So after, you know, uh, figuring out this is what you wanted to do with in the industry with talking about movies, obviously you work a lot with Whitney Seibold. How did you two meet? Uh, that is a great question. Uh, we were neighbors uh, initially. Oh, wow. Uh, I was living in an apartment complex. He moved in. And at first, you know, it's, I don't know if you, any of you guys are in California, but people don't really know each other in their neighborhoods very much over here. It's not like a Hallmark movie where everyone, you know, <laughs> hangs out and loves each other and spends Christmas together. Like I, I've lived in my current apartment complex for I think going on four years now. I know maybe two people by name. Uh, so Whitney was just some guy who lived like across from me until one day when it was in the middle of one of our many heat waves. And I uh, had my door open uh, because we couldn't afford air conditioning. 
And so we were just letting as much air in as possible. And I was playing Guitar Hero Rocks the 80s. And all of a sudden, my neighbor comes in, like Kramer, just sort of bouncing in, yelling, is somebody playing Limousine? And I was. I was playing a track by Limousine, which isn't an actual 80s band. It's a it's a parody 80s band. Uh, and uh, from there on, we started talking more and hanging out more. And eventually I found out that not only does he love movies, but, you know, he had his own blog and he was working in various movie theaters in the area. And eventually I started working full time at a website and they wanted me to start a podcast and I needed a co-host. And it seemed like I had a good rapport with Whitney. He was geographically convenient. And what we discovered very, very, very quickly is that we're very good together and we have uh, similar ideas about film, different tastes, different takes on things, but um, we connect a lot and we have a lot of the same passions. And as a result, we now make like half a dozen podcasts together regularly. Yeah. Uh, critically acclaimed up until very recently was on the Schmoes No uh, podcast feed. And you guys still have uh, the two take, right? The two take is still on there. Two shot. Two, two, two shot. shot. Two shot. I look. <laughs> Sorry. Uh the two Forget shot it. yeah. Uh the two shot is still on there, but critically acclaimed has been moved over to its own network and you guys have a bunch of other shows on there as well. What was it like moving that show away from Schmozno and like putting it into your own network? Uh well, I mean it was a little a little unexpected. We had been for a little bit uh, kind of the only game in town on uh, the Schmoes Now podcast feed. And then Ryan Snelling took over and they wanted to add a bunch of content and uh, critically acclaimed was a little redundant because they wanted to do their own uh, movie review show. and They didn't need both. Um, so we decided to take our cancel too soon podcast uh, feed and turn it into not unlike Schmoes Now our own private podcast network. So we would take our show that already existed there, cancel too soon. We review TV shows that lasted one season or less. And we added critically acclaimed to the mix. Uh, critically acclaimed is all of our new release stuff. And then we started sort of piecing off bits of critically acclaimed in order to add new content. So we tried to answer as many letters as we could, but we could never catch up. So we were like, Hey, let's turn letters into its own show. So now we have a new weekly show on the critically acclaimed network called we've got mail. And uh, we have a really great, smart, interesting audience that writes us all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the last episode of we've got mail that we just recorded uh, yesterday. And I think it's already out now uh, was full of really sort of exciting topics about like, you know, Alan Moore's opinions on superhero movies. Someone asked us to review every single Friday the 13th film. So we just did that on the fly. <laughs> uh, it was really, really fun. Um, and then, uh, because people like sort of list content, it's a lot of recommendations in one place. Uh, but we take them super seriously and we make really big shows. Uh, we decided to do a new monthly podcast, which is decided by our patrons. Uh, to uh, just do one giant list of uh, recommendations in one subject. And since it was uh, November, I guess, our uh, patrons decided our first episode uh, should be all the, our favorite film noirs. So there's like a podcast up now called The Iron List, which has about probably 20 to 30 really great uh, film noir uh, recommendations from past and present. And um, then, of course, we have our Patreon page where we have a ton of exclusive episodes there for podcasts where we're reviewing every single Star Trek episode, 
oh. podcasts where we're reviewing every single nominee for Best Picture at the Academy Awards in chronological order. Oh, my goodness. Uh, oh and my more besides. <laughs> so it, we're very busy, is my point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Tons of content. Uh, you brought up the Cancelled Too Soon podcast, and I wanted to touch on that one, too, because it's got such a fascinating premise. And I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite show that you guys have covered on there? Well, there's favorite and then there's best. Um, probably the best show we've ever covered would be either Tuca and Birdie, which we just did uh, a couple weeks ago on our current, uh, every year we'd spend a whole month doing, uh, covering shows that were only just canceled in the last year. Okay. Uh, so Tuca and Birdie is one of the best, uh, sweet, vicious, uh, show on MTV, uh, about, uh, that completely undermines the whole, uh, vigilante genre while also being an incredibly frank and really amazing conversation about sexual assault while also being somehow funny and also incredibly sad. I can't remember ever crying as much at any show we ever reviewed as I did at Sweet Vicious. It's an incredible, incredible series and should not have been canceled. But then I also like love the weird ones we've discovered. Like, um, there's a show called Steel Justice which was about a cop in the future whose dead son haunts a robot dinosaur toy. And the dead cop, the dead cop finds out he has the power to transform little things into big things. So he uses his magical powers to turn his dead son robot dinosaur toy into basically truckosaurus and it's just like wandering down the streets, eating bad guys and breathing fire. That show's amazing. Uh, that was a live action primetime TV show. They tried to make that happen. Uh, and the, but probably the weirdest one and the most amazing that I love telling people about is the 100 Lives of Black Jack Savage, which was a Disney television series and it is not on Disney Plus. I checked. Oh. Uh, it was about, uh, Donald Trump, a character based oh, explicitly on Donald Trump in every way that they just changed the name. Uh, Donald Trump buys a haunted mansion in the Caribbean and teams up with the ghost of a rapping black pirate to solve crimes using a sci-fi superboat. Wow. That's an actual show that did. <laughs> oh it lasted like seven episodes. They were very proud of it. <laughs> no one ever talks about it anymore for obvious reasons. It's amazing. That's, oh that's my God. Awesome. Crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, let's talk about the Schmodown now. Uh, it's actually been three years since you debuted this year. So, uh, what is your favorite entrance have you done throughout your career and this year? Oh, geez. Um, I've done a lot of entrances. I'm not going to lie. Uh, probably my favorite just because it fulfilled a fantasy of mine is the MST3K entrance. Uh, in my yeah, title good. match against Mark Andreco, uh, I convinced them to take a public domain film and allow me and Whitney Seibold to do a like two and a half minute riff on a movie. And then the gag is I missed my cue and I need to run in. And uh, I'm a huge MST3K fan. It was very influential to me. And so being able to do that was just a thrill. And I actually really love the way it came out. I think it turned out great. Some people say that entrance is too long. That is the point. (laughs) It was supposed to be the point. Some people, I loved watching the reaction videos because half of them were like, this is delightful and I never want this to end. And the other half were like, it's too long. <laughs> so long. Get back to the show. Um, I'm happy with that being divisive. As for this season, 
I've had some really good ones this season. I really love the way the Leonard Moulton uh, uh, entrance came out. Oh, yeah, um, that one. I really love the way the Monsters, Inc. entrance came out. Uh, however, there's at least one entrance that no one's seen yet. Um, at this point, uh, it's no spoiler to let you know that our next match team matches with the Odd Couple. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the kid and I came up with a pretty funny idea for that. And I hope it turns out as good as it was in my head. Because if it does, I think it's going to be, I think it, it has the potential to be a favorite. I think it's really, really clever. And I don't think anyone's ever done it before. So I'm hoping that will end up being my favorite. But if not, yeah, probably, probably Monsters, Inc. I've been trying to get that one done for like a year and a half. And it just finally came together because we were one of the first matches of the season. And everyone had a little extra production time. And I had room to film some extra stuff and um screen junkies was kind enough to let us come over there and shoot something in the middle of one of their shows and it was great yeah what is like the white whale of openings that you really want to do for the schmodown you couldn't that that is an excellent question um i would love to do a step up entrance like that's yes. my fantasy. Like I want to like recruit oh my gosh. a whole team of b boys or whatever. The problem is, the problem is, a you know, I finding enough good dancers and uh, good material for them to dance to, uh, and also the amount of stage we have um, in the actual Snowdown Studio. There's not like a ton of space for people to do some crazy dance moves and a lot of stuff. Like we're not seeing the ground a lot of the time. It's a, it's a TV studio. There are wires and things and it might not be safe. So um, that's something I really want to do sometime. Maybe if I get like a larger live stage, like um, the stage they had in Houston where it was literally in a wrestling arena, that would have been perfect. And if I'd been there, that would have busted my butt trying to put that in. <laughs> I finally had the space necessary to do a huge, crazy dance number, but uh, so far it is not to be. Is there an entrance that you were working on, but someone else like did it before you were able to? Uh, not specifically. There was an entrance that I was working on, and I was working really, really, really hard on it, and because of scheduling and timing, we only had this much time before we could shoot the episode, and before the episode would end up airing, so I couldn't shoot it afterwards, uh, that I ended up not being able to do something I was terribly happy with. The uh, the Dan Merle episode, uh, where I uh, challenged Dan Merle for the championship this season, mm-hmm. um, you'll notice I did the uh, sort of the cop-out Captain America at the end of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, mm-hmm. gag. That was a very last minute idea because the original plan was to recreate the opening sequence from Siskel and Ebert with me and Whitney Seibold. Oh, wow. Uh, it would have been really cool. It wouldn't have been terribly complicated, but it would have been time consuming just to get all the footage we needed. And we yeah. just didn't have the time. It was just not feasible to do everything we needed to do. And, um, and I knew at that point that critically acclaimed was, uh, we talked about the storyline and that, that, uh, we knew that we were going to break up soon, that mm. this is probably the last match either of us would play where we were still technically together as a team. And it's a gag that doesn't really work with Brendan because Whitney and I were both film critics. So it was yeah, probably right. my only chance to ever do that one. And so it'll probably never happen. Um, maybe if they do some sort of anarchy thing and I get paired up with, I don't know, Drew McQueenie or some other professional critic somewhere in the future, I could resurrect mm. that, but that's probably just, 
off the table now. It's probably never going to happen. I'm a little disappointed about that, but that's life. Well, the draft is coming up next season, so that could be possible. Uh, possibly, but I got to tell you something. I love working with Brendan. Brendan has uh, actually taught me things about the game that I had never even considered before. He's a very intelligent player. He's a very, very smart competitor. And I hope that by the end of the tournament, he and I are still highly ranked enough that we can stay together because as good as we were with critically acclaimed, I think Shazam is even better. And I'm hoping we can stick together uh, for the long haul here because I think whether or not we win the competition, I think we could have a real future here. Well, Okay. Uh, you have two matches coming up. That's spectacular. How are you going to manage that? Well, uh, there's only one match that's guaranteed it's spectacular. I got uh, uh, my match against Ben. Uh, and if I beat Ben, then I get to play Polyama. How I'm going to manage that is I'm going to beat Ben, and then I'm going to play Polyama. <laughs> uh, Obviously. I, I'm a little confused. People, I, I saw on uh, the first episode of Snowdown backstage. This is a great show. Really great conversation Mm -hmm. between Christian Harloff, Ben Babin, and Mike Kalinowski on the first episode. And when they were talking about their predictions were spectacular, all of them said Bibbs is going to be, like, too tired from doing entrances or too tired to beat Paul Oyama. And I'm like, I beat 40 of you in a day. Yes, Like, everyone at that table except for Christian. Like, I beat both of those guys on my feet over the course of, like, five hours. I don't tire easily. Now, I've learned, of course, that on any given schmo day, anyone can win. Now, I'm not going to take Ben Bateman lightly. I'm not going to take Paul Yama lightly. Uh, either of them has an opportunity to defeat me if the, the wheel goes their way, if fate goes their way. What I am confident of is that I have the knowledge to beat them if the fate, if fate goes my way. If the wheel goes my way if they don't exclusively ask questions about the 20 films I've never seen, uh, then I should be all right. And I'm feeling very, very confident about it. So my goal is to defeat Ben. We're the opening match. Uh, I want to get us off to a good start here. Uh, and then I'm basically just going to pace around backstage mm-hmm. until I'm ready to take on Paul. And then I'm going to bust out on the stage and I'm going to take on Paul. And I've seen Paul's matches. I've played along with Paul's matches. Um, if I had had Snyder's questions against Paul, I would have beaten Paul. So I think I got what it takes, but we will see. And again, I will never make the mistake of underestimating an opponent ever again. I've done that before. It always bit me in the butt. I will never underestimate an opponent ever again. Both Ben and Paul are excellent competitors, and I respect them, but I'm also going to beat them. At least that's my goal. Do you have like a pre-show like ritual that you do? My pre-show ritual is thinking about the entrance because if I'm cons- if I'm thinking about the entrance, that's fun for me. That's play. Uh, then I'm not getting in my own head. Then I'm mm-hmm. not thinking about all of this other n- nonsense and rigmarole going around. Um, and so I'm just like, I just want to make sure this opening bit is entertaining. I can control this. And then once I'm on stage, then it's fun. I love being on stage. I love being in front of an audience. That's freeing for me. I find that very liberating. So my backstage whole gag is to not think about the game too much and just relax and have fun and do stuff that I actually enjoy doing. And then once I'm on stage, just not worry about it and focus on the gameplay and the strategies that I've learned over 
the last three years. It is weird to think that it's been three years. That's crazy. Hmm. I have. No, no, go Sarah. Cause my question is really stupid. Oh, okay. I'm still going to ask it cause it's going to be great, but (laughs) do you have like a favorite event, like the free for all or the spectacular? Um, I have never played an event other than the free for all. So I've never been in a, at a collision. I've never been in a spectacular. I've been in the audience for most, if not all of them, but I've never played any mm-hmm. of them. Um, I love both of them, but as you can imagine, I have a special place in my heart for the free for all. Yes. Uh, a, because yes. I usually destroy at those. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> B, because there's two kinds of like schmodowns. There's schmodowns where um, a little bit of luck and a little bit of strategy come into play. And that's most versions of the game. But in free for all, it's about pure baseline knowledge. And mm. that's where we find out really how much people know. Mm-hmm. Not how well they play the game, which is very important in 99% of all matches. Not whether they can like focus on certain categories and get lucky with the wheel and keep spinning James Bond over and over again because they know that category so well, they are unbeatable if they get that category. Yeah. Free for all is where you find out seriously how many movies have you watched? Seriously, how much have you been paying attention to every movie you have ever seen or heard of your entire life? And yeah, there's some people who still just get bad luck with questions and get knocked out in round one and they're clearly better than that. But mm-hmm. there's a reason why after free for all three, everyone was talking about Brandon Meyer, even though he'd only played one match and he lost that match. It's because by lasting that long, we knew that that match was an aberration and clearly the kid knows movies. So I have maybe the most important question about the Schmodown. Uh I think it's something I still think about. It's uh very important to me. Uh did Guy ever apologize to you for slamming Bateman through your table? He never did. <laughs> not once. And that is not a stupid question. That is the only question. Yes. Uh, no, no, no. He, he, he never apologized for it. Um, I've talked to Ben about it a couple of times. And, um, as we all know, uh, the chair he used, uh, to beat up guy, that was my chair. That was my donation to that match. <laughs> yes. uh, so it was my revenge and the revenge of furniture. And as a result, you know, it would be nice if I got an apology from guy. I would love to one day, I've never played guy. I've never, except for the free-for-all, I've never played against Guy, like, one-on-one or in a team's match. And if we ever do, I plan to just basically kick his butt and just just make it all good. But if that never happens, just through stroke of luck, there are certain people who you just, no matter how life goes, you just never seem to end up playing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel vindicated by Ben... <laughs> hitting him with a chair. I feel like we're all pretty cool. I still have my team coffee table t-shirt and I wear it all the time. I get a lot of weird questions about it when I'm out and about, <laughs> but uh, I, I feel, I feel fine. I'm, I'm almost over it, but whenever people bring it up, yeah, it does reopen the wound. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> so I do want to, you know, break kayfabe for a second. I, I actually am dying to know the story behind that did you just were you just there and they were talking about what they were going to do and they're like what if we had guy put baby through a table and did you just go like i have the perfect table for this like what what is the story to how that actually ended up happening i will never tell that story 
I would love to tell it's you the okay. whole story. I would love to tell you the whole story. Um, I assure you the whole story, less interesting than what you have in your head. So I'm just going <laughs> to let it be mysterious. I'm going to let the legend build. All right. That, that's what I'm going with in my head. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Then that's what it was. That's what it was. Um, so to switch gears a little bit, we are nearing the end of the year. Do you, cause I keep a list of all the movies I've seen and it's far less than I would have liked to. Do you have any idea how many movies you've seen this year? Uh, that is an excellent question, and uh, I do try to keep a list. It's always incomplete because I always end up forgetting to for- to add something. So let me check it right now. Give me give me two shakes of a duck's whisker. All right. That's eh, probably about one fifty. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes! So, although that's like, it's difficult to tell because there's it's difficult to tell because there's a lot of stuff I watch that isn't new. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, you know, I, that number shouldn't be very surprising, uh, all things considered. Do you, I don't, I don't know if you want to talk about this or if you're saving it towards later in the year, but do you have like a favorite movie of the year right now? Well, I have a favorite movie of the year, but until I see everything or at least until the year is over, I cannot confirm that's my pick for the best movie mm-hmm. of the year. Um, I can tell you that if I were forced to write my list of the best movies of the year right now, my number one would be Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Oh, I want to see that so bad. It's so damn good. And I am a diehard Little Women fan. I'm a fan of the book. I'm a fan of the 90s movie. I'm a fan of the 30s movie. I don't think there's ever been a truly bad, like, major studio adaptation of Little Women. Like, the Elizabeth Taylor version's good. The, the I love it. And I think what Greta Gerwig has done with Little Women, without going into full review mode, mm-hmm. uh, is really beautiful and faithful, but also very distinctive and new. And yeah, I was she had a big, big bar to, to cross with me because I love the '90s one so much, and I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. This new one might be my favorite. Wow! Okay. Uh, that is uh, uh, makes me even more excited to see it. Uh, yeah, me too. And then I also wanted to know. Do you have a most anticipated movie for the rest of the year for this next like month that we have left? Uh, I try not to anticipate movies as a film. critic. I think anticipation uh, is the antithesis of what we do. I think the idea that uh, film discourse and uh, the whole like film writing community is built around anticipation for the next Marvel movie, the next star Wars or anything like that. Um, I think that is maybe the worst thing we have allowed to happen in the last 20 years because it has become less about the movies and more about the hype. We are becoming uh, unpaid parts of the studio marketing system. Uh, I think it is more important. Whitney Seibold has a great uh, line about this. He says, the time to get excited about a movie is after you've seen it because then you okay. know it's good. Um, so I find that when you build a lot of anticipation for a film, what you are doing is making a movie in your head and then deciding if the movie you see meets that movie or not. And the movie you're about to see may have nothing to do with that movie. And therefore you're basically holding it up to an impossible standard. So I try to put anticipation out of my head. I try to be curious about things. Like I was very curious about Greta Gerwig's Little Women because I'm a fan of the book and other movies. Uh, but when all is said and done, I'm not so much anticipating it because 
yeah, I don't think we should build up movies as much as we do. I think we should talk about the ones that we love after we know we love them. And then by all means, hype away because we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my take. No, I love that. I love that take. I think that's great. Yeah, that's great. Do you have like a genre that you're not a fan of? Um, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan, but I do seem to have trouble getting excited to see documentaries a lot of the time. Um, I respect oh. the medium. Uh, there's a lot of documentaries that I love and that I've seen this year and that I thought were really fantastic. But, um, I think the thing that made me fall in love with cinema was its ability to tell, um, sort of fictional narratives mm-hmm. and documentary isn't really about that. It's about capturing footage of reality and then re-editing it to teach a lesson or make mm-hmm. a point or convey an argument. And, I'm a little more aware of the artifice and what the filmmaker is choosing not to show than I am when they're just telling a story that's important to them that they have created out of whole cloth. Um, but again, that's no disrespect to documentary. Some of my picks for the best movies of the decade are documentaries. Um, but it's pretty rare that I sit down and say, Ooh, let's watch a documentary right yeah. now. I'm probably going to say, let's watch a horror movie or like a Christmas movie or something right now. Mm. So yeah, uh, we, we, ha- let's move into the game then, Mike. Uh, you want to explain the game? Sure. Uh, rapid fire is a quick answer and get to know the person game. Uh, we have yes or no and short answer questions. So we'll put four minutes on the clock. We'll answer you questions and you answer as quickly as possible. Sounds simple enough, but I'm sure it's going to get really weird and complicated. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, not. No <laughs> oh I have a God. tendency to make things weird and complicated, so we'll see. That's okay. It'll, it'll be fun. Okay. Uh, let's, I, we have a list of questions we bank from, and I just want to bring the first one up for me to read off. Okay. Uh, starting the timer. Uh, best licorice, Twizzlers or Red Vine? Uh, God, neither. The ones that are covered in, like, that weird salt <laughs> stuff, that's the best. Okay. Um, coffee or tea? Uh, Earl Grey is probably my favorite overall, but I mostly drink coffee. What's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, jeez, I don't really know. Um, yeah, I've just made this complicated and weird. Um... <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, I'll, oh, I'll tell you what it is in the movie, uh, uh, world. It's when people say the Ewok movies aren't real Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't care if they're canon, they're real movies. <laughs> they count. Those movies are great. Those are good. Best Chris. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, or Chris Pratt? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's so hard. <laughs> Chris Evans. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? I do, actually. Although I'm not sure I believe in them in some sort of like mythological religious sense. I just believe mm-hmm. we leave traces of ourselves wherever we go, and they linger long after we're gone. Wow, that was that was great. I like that uh, answer. Yeah, right. Um, if you could take the place of one person on the Collider crew, who would it be? Oh, <laughs> Snyder. Bacon or sex? Sex, please. Um, are you an early bird or a night owl? Both. I never sleep. 
Han Solo or Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones. Worst theater experience? Oh, that's really... Um, uh, um, I've never been in a more comfortable chair than I was at the screening of The Last Jedi. It's like one of the most oh. uncomfortable chairs I've ever sat in in my entire life. Um, so I'm, there's probably a worse experience, but I've never been more physically uncomfortable than when I watched <laughs> Last Jedi. Um, have you ever talked yourself out of getting a ticket? Uh, no, I've only had a couple of tickets, and every single time I was like, that's fair. <laughs> uh, what actor do you wish was a bigger star than they are? Rebecca Hall. I think she is one of the best actors that we have, and it is absurd that she isn't a major superstar. What is the most underrated film? Ever? Yeah. <laughs> first one that comes to your mind. Okay, well, first one that comes to my mind uh, is probably White House Down, which is clearly better than Olympus Has Fallen in every conceivable wow. way. Um, <laughs> it's only a matter of time before people realize that that movie is, like, just as good as the Fast and Furious movies and with that exact same tone and that it's idiotic that we rejected it out of hand. <laughs> it is a wonderful motion picture, and seriously, I'm waiting for the cult to start. I'm waiting for the We Were Too Hard on White House Down to start. I'm waiting. It's only a matter of time. Perfect. Do you prefer streaming or physical media? Physical media, but that doesn't mean I'm against streaming. I just don't think we should be relying on it. Of the Collider crew, who would you like to punch in the face? Ah, <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Uh, uh, probably Star Trek, I guess. Have you seen a UFO? Probably not. All right, and then last question. Who would play you in a biopic about your life? Oh, which Culkin was in Scream 4? Was it Rory? Uh, good question. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Rory. Rory Culkin. Uh, if you've ever seen Scream 4, uh, Rory Culkin looks exactly like I looked in high school. Like, it's eerie. He dresses like me. He's got the same hair. He's he, Seriously, there are pictures of me in high school that look just like Rory Culkin. <laughs> so I've just decided that if he's younger than me, that's good. He can get, like, a head start on stuff. Um, yeah, Rory Culkin will be playing me in a movie someday. Uh, you are 100% right. It is Rory Culkin. Yep. Scream 4. Well, I'm glad I won that Schmodak question. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And that's the Rapid Fire game. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can the people find you? I am in so many places. Um, okay, so where can you find me? Uh, I write movie reviews for The Rap and Bloody Disgusting. Uh, I also have a ton of podcasts. If you listen to the Schmoes No podcast feed, which you should, uh, we are on there every week with a show called The Two Shot, where we review one notorious movie every week and we pair it with one of the best movies ever made. The most recent episode has the Shaquille O'Neal film Kazam, and we have paired that up with the David Bowie film The Man Who Fell to Earth. Um, 
Also, we have the Critically Acclaimed Network, which is its own podcast feed. We have Critically Acclaimed, uh, the movie review show. We have We've Got Mail, the uh, the letters show. We've got The Iron List, which is our monthly list show. We've got Cancel Too Soon, where we review TV shows that lasted two, uh, one season or less. We've also uh, got a Patreon, patreon.com slash critically acclaimed network. And over there, you can vote for episodes of our shows. We have a a podcast where we review TV movies and miniseries, a podcast where we review every single episode of Star Trek in production order, a podcast where we review every single nominee for Best Picture at the Academy Awards in chronological order. We are doing commentary tracks. We do Google Hangouts. It's a whole thing. So uh, patreon.com slash critically acclaimed network. And also I'm on Twitter at William Bibiani. And Critically Acclaimed is on Twitter at Critic Acclaim, because Critically Acclaimed was too long for Twitter, apparently. Damn Twitter. Well, thank you again so much for joining us. We are going to take a quick break. Sean will be stepping away, but we will have our producer Josh coming and joining us. Listen to these promos. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's names, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, Sean and Wade here to tell you about our new review show following each episode of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Dude, yes, Boba Fett! Not exactly, Wade. Set in the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi and follows a Mandalorian bounty hunter beyond the reaches of the New Republic. Yeah, Boba Fett. Did you even watch Return of the Jedi? Never mind. Join us here every week on the Merc with the Movie blog feed. (laughs) Thank God Kaylin will be here too. I don't think I can handle Wade on my own. And we're back. Sean had to step away for a little bit, but he will be back towards the end of the show. And we're going to be answering some caller questions from last week. Uh, but right now we have our producer with us, Josh. Welcome, Josh. I've never Always been good. on a show with you. This is weird. Yeah. It's great to be here. He is on here to officially fire me. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> this is your we, formal review. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, no. Um, well, Sean is gone, and I keep saying we need to fire him, but I, I don't know. It's I guess There's a reason that I'm here and he's not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He'll be, it's fine. He'll be back. Um, so, Josh, you haven't been on the show since... Uh, we had the redo, not just us, but I mean, uh, Collider had their redo. What are you thinking of Collider Live 2.0? I'm really liking what they're doing. It's got a, it's got a definitely a different vibe from it. And, uh, I love what Roxy and Darina have brought to the show so far. And I gotta say, yeah. there's a lot more, uh, uh, penis and vagina than I thought there would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah Going for it. They're, they're going for that. And just Mark Riley's just sitting there like, uh, uh, okay. Mark's always like, I'm so uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to, I don't know. I think it's funny. Um, do you have any favorite guests or like co-hosts that have been on off the top of your head? Ah, I mean, I really did like this week with, uh, Adam Kroll. I thought that was actually really, really cool. Um, I'm surprised they've never got him on the show before. 
Hmm. I don't know who he is. <laughs> you is don't that know who Adam is? No, I know that I know the name. I recognize the name, but everyone was like freaking out because like, oh my god, it's Adam Carolla. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Uh, but I really enjoyed the interview. I mean, so we had so they had um Lance Reddick and oh Lance Reddick was separate, sorry. Um on the Monday show. Mm-hmm. Doing something. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, guys. <laughs> um, he was promoting something. Um, right? Am I right? Yeah, you guys can so help me out. <laughs> he was promoting the Angel Has Fallen. Uh, yes, release. he's the actor. He's really yeah. cool. I really liked him in uh, in the John Wick films. Uh, so yeah, it was really cool to see him come on. He had a good, now I remember his interview was very good. He was very relaxed. It was a lot. Of, they were just messing around with him. Like it was, it was a good interview. Mm-hmm. I I love Roxy just being surprised that he hasn't seen all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, lost and all this other stuff. It's just and she's like it's grilling like, him about seeing stuff. I'm just like, wow, Roxy, you're just really going in on this dude. <laughs> yeah, and him talking about how he didn't like the original uh uh whatever has fallen because he was in White House Down. He's like, I didn't oh, see yeah, the other cause, two because I was oh, in there. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, the competition, because they're both the same movie, basically. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen any of them because I was like, it's the same movie. But I'm oh. interested. He sold yeah. me. I'm like, dumb fun. Okay. Uh, we also oh, had. I, th- I saw the first one. I saw Olympus has fallen, but I haven't seen any of these. Olympus has fallen. I was like, DC has fallen? That's not what it is. <laughs> 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 that's the uh, that's the DC comic version of that movie. Oh no! <laughs> DC real. has fallen. <laughs> too real, too real. Uh, but we did have Adam Corolla and his partner Nate Adams. And mm-hmm. um, what I gathered, because <laughs> I have no idea who this man was, um, they do documentaries. <laughs> Is that Am they I do right? now? Apparently, oh, yeah, okay. uh, he's been doing stuff for a long time. Okay. Uh, I remember him way back in the day on like Love Line and stuff, and uh, he's been doing all kinds of. Stuff. I think he was on the Man Show, I believe, uh, way back in the day as well. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I had no idea, but I was very interested. So they were talking about how they did the documentary on the race that Ford versus Ford v Ferrari. Oh my God, it's based <laughs> on right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't know that that he was doing uh, documentaries, so I'm definitely going to be uh, looking these up because he said that they're on Netflix, so I'm going to definitely hmm. uh, check these ones out. Same, yeah. Ford yeah, v Ferrari was amazing, so I'd love to watch that uh, the 24 hour race documentary. I haven't so. seen it yet. I still oh, you got to see it. it. It's so I good. really want to. So I'm in this position where I'm like. To my husband, I'm like, oh, let's go to the movies. Like, let's go see these movies. And he's like, I don't, I'm not really interested in like any of the movies I want to see by the end of the year. So I'm like, I guess I gotta go see them by myself. But I mean, we by myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. We'll get there eventually. I still have a month <laughs> before the end of the year. It's sure. fine. Um, we had some great co-hosts this week. So Monday and Tuesday shows were live shows, and then the rest were pre-recorded shows. Um, but they were still great, uh, easy, just easy listening. We had John Roca on Monday show, I believe. Um, what do we think of John? <laughs> He's always fun. I love having him on. Yeah, that episode was good because they're like, Roca's the best in that room. And I was just like, yeah, he's so fun and bubbly in that room. Yeah. This, is that when they were making fun of him for the chair? 
right? Yeah. Because he brings yeah. in the chair that he wants. Yep. That was <laughs> the Dr. Like, Claw chair. What do you mean? <laughs> He's getting all offended. Um, and then Tuesday's show, which I think was their best show this week, um, was Maud Garrett, who was hilarious and fit in so well. <laughs> I was dying. Am I aware? Yeah. I, I, oh, okay. I, I like Maud for the most part. Um, she kind of falls in the same category that Sinead does for me, where <laughs> for the most part, I, also love I like them, <laughs> but then they'll say certain things that I just want to like say F you to. Uh, but I, I still like them, wow. but they both do Damn. this. I don't know. They both bring out that like, like these opinions that I'm just like completely opposite on and really just like, it, it makes me want to just like, swear at them but you know there's I, so I still like them both but they they both do that to me hmm all right well i really liked her <laughs> i hope she comes back i thought I she, mean, had... she, used, she used to be on on collider a lot um i don't know what happened uh it, i i've heard rumors that her and and, and christian don't get along very well and that could be why mm. she's suddenly coming back now that he's not there anymore i don't know mm. don't take don't take my word for that but that's <laughs> rumors that i have heard <laughs> There's quite a few yeah, Ma, people yeah, that Maude, uh, Maude is really cool. don't come on anymore. But uh, go ahead, Mike, sorry. <laughs> no, uh, Maude was, I follow her when, uh, with Geek Bomb because she does good interviews. So I knew her from that. Yeah, I really, she, um, I've seen her in a few different things. I think like movie fights. I think she was on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've never really like listened to any of her stuff and I just thought she was really funny. And then Dorian Parks was on an episode. Um, he's awesome. I love Dorian. Yeah. He's, he's a year older than me, which, and which is crazy because they're like, Oh my Shocker. God, he's so young. And I'm like, he's <laughs> like one year older than me. So I'm like, I feel you, Dorian, when they're like bringing up all these movies all the time. And that's how I feel here. Me and Sean. But, um, makes me, makes me feel old. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry guys. Um, you know, it's it's okay. Uh, <laughs> so before we move on to the some entertainment news we had for the week, uh we just want to mention we did have Bibiani on earlier um in the show and their their match dropped, the Shazam versus the Odd Couple today, Friday. Right? Or yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Depending on what day we want well, to say. Yeah, we're breaking the wall here because we're recording on a Saturday. So, uh, yeah, it, it dropped yeah, yesterday and we, he told us a, a bit about his entrance from that, uh, match and it was pre-taped interview. So, uh, just wow, just that. dropping all the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you're confused, like he's talking about like it's in, like it hasn't premiered. That's why it hasn't premiered uh, when we did the interview. So we just, uh, yes, wanted yes. to keep did you guys, guys watch track. the match. <laughs> I know Josh probably watched the match. Well, Josh, nah, that's actually see. something that I'm watching later today. Oh. Oh. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, you will like the match. You will like it. I, I, I was out of the house pretty much all day yesterday, so. Mm, shopping? To, I, some shopping. I was at my in-laws for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Hmm. Well, Josh, if they want to hear your opinions on the Schmodown, where can they go and find Head, that? Over to Talking Schmodown right here on the Merc with Movie Blog podcast feed. Every week I break down the week in Schmodown. And so, uh, yeah, I'll be talking about the final three matches in round two. So definitely check out Talking Schmodown. 
I watched the one, well, I mean, watched, I watched the first like 10 minutes of the one that, um, oh my God, uh, the Paddington 2 versus family? the family because oh my everyone God, on Twitter so was good. freaking out. I don't, I've only in the like, ending that they're freaking out about. What, the ending of the match or just the ending? Yes. The okay, ending well, of the match is the thing that everybody's Again, I haven't watched Snowdown since July. <laughs> so <laughs> I need to catch up. Yeah. I'll start really watch the, the whole team tournament and just go through. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, well, I'll get there eventually, guys. You know, a lot of holidays coming up. A lot of yeah, you get to it. Dear God, don't make it a year since you've seen so, all the new matches. So Jesus. Behind. I don't you know, know why. They're going to be off, you know, off for about a month, so you'll have plenty of time to catch up. Plenty of time. Yeah, but then none of that stuff's going to matter. <laughs> when they well, Now it, they have I mean, the nuke. It will, because then you'll know, you'll understand what's going to happen, because they talk a lot about things that are going to happen. I don't know who some of these new people the new, are. With the new uh, season, they're doing a draft. It's all kinds yeah. of crazy stuff's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. Well... Some crazy stuff that's happening in entertainment news. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> there is a Michael Jackson biopic in the works uh, by the producer, right, of the Bohemian Rhapsody Yep, exactly. Movie. Okay. Um, yep. They had a lot of opinions <laughs> about this. Oh, a lot. And a I want lot. to talk about it for that okay, reason. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. You start. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I... Roxy and ever since that dumb documentary came out, it, oh I, like God. because Get him. No, so many things got so debunked from that documentary. It's just like, and people are changed because of that. It's like, yeah, I understand that he did stuff, but you gotta separate the art from the the artist. It's just like you can't just glump in the personal life. So doing a biopic, you sure you can address it like a bit of it in the movie, but. It's all about his rise of stardom, you know. They even did a VH1 did a whole like miniseries movie on the Jacksons, and it was a big. It was like three hours long, and it was a from his childhood up to like early adulthood. At least it was a really good film, and I think they could do a biopic. Thing is about this one, I've I, I've heard that they are not involving the family at all with this movie. Yeah. So it seems like they're playing when you when you're if you're gonna go and do that if you're gonna not bother to include the family it seems like their plan is to kind of dig a little deeper into the dirt um, you know the yeah. stuff that the family wouldn't necessarily approve of so I, f- I I feel like it's gonna be something far different than that VH1 uh, film yeah for sure I think. I can imagine like all his solo career up to like off the wall, all the way up to, you know, present day, maybe until his death. Who knows? Do you think they'll cover the controversy stuff? Well, I'm sure well, they will. They would have the, to. Yeah. The fact that they're, like I said, the fact that they're leaving the family out of it, I feel like is the reason that's the reason I think they want to do that and they don't want the family getting in the way. Mm. So, um, do you think it will be a little bit more like Bohemian Rhapsody where it's just mentioning the songs and like kind of doing songs? Or do you think it would be like a full on musical like Rocket Man is like a musical? I feel like they're probably not going to get the rights to the music. So mm. if the family's not involved. Something. Yeah. If the family's not involved, I doubt they're going to get the rights to the music. Hmm. Huh. That's true. It probably will come out feeling a little bit more like Bohemian Rhapsody. Probably. Just- because of that and because I can't like Elton John's story kind of lends itself to being a musical adaptation of it where I'm not sure if I mean Michael Jackson's might too 
But if, yeah, like Josh said, if they don't have the rights to the music, they're not going to be able to do it. And I don't know if I'd want to see it like a musical like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I love Rocket Man, but I don't think I would want to see the Michael Jackson one done that way. Yeah, I don't think it fits. I don't think it's the same. I don't know. I think Elton John's just over the top and big, and yeah. I think that's why it works. And I don't think Michael Jackson is like that. I think it's, I think it's going to be like a true biopic, which is it just shows about his life, basically. Yeah, and maybe not, because I know a lot of people had problems with Bohemian Rhapsody not being gritty enough, gritty quotation marks, but not feel like feeling glossy over some of yeah. his stuff. And if the family's not involved, like I don't think, I think the Michael Jackson movie will <laughs> probably be not like hard to watch, but I mean like what they want, what people wanted Bohemian Rhapsody to be like, like not glossy. Thing is, who are they going to cast for Michael Jackson? That's my question. Yeah. Honestly, I, I wouldn't be shocked if it's a no name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be like a, like that. So I don't know. Because it also depends on what what time you're doing. Like, are you gonna show? <laughs> well, is it gonna be like uh, like I don't know if it was on here, but somebody I remember mentioned um, it, it maybe the possibility of it being similar to Steve Jobs, where it's in like three different chunks. Um, so Alex mentioned that on the show. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like lighter. Yeah. Uh, doing something like that or like, you know, like Moonlight where it's in different, you know, sections. So they have the same character, like but age. So there's different actors playing it. So they could do yeah. something like that. They show yeah. some from when he's a kid in the Jackson 5, some yeah. when he's in his heyday, and then some when he's in his like crazy period right up to the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, Definitely see I something don't like know. that. I do like, um, I think Darina kept saying that she wants Tilda Swinton. I would not hate that. <laughs> like, I would People not. would throw such a fit though. I don't think so. Well, she, Dude, well, she a white woman pretty did playing a black man. I really do think that people well, would Well, no, just the after part. Just when he bleaches himself. But yeah, <laughs> but it's, he's, he, he may, his skin may have looked white, but he was still technically a black man. That's so I, true. I really do feel like people would throw quite a fit I just feel it. like she has a similar face structure to him older. Yeah, I think she could do it. I just yeah. think. But I, I see it. Like yeah, I see it. People would not like it. <laughs> People don't real people don't realize that Tilda Swinton was actually in I'm Not There, which is the Bob Dylan film, yes. and she played Bob Dylan in a in a span of his life. Yeah, really? So, yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that's I didn't a, see that either, a, but I saw. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, that's actually a good film. If you want to check out her playing a famed musician in a bit of the film, it's actually that film's actually interesting because each act there's different actors playing Bob Dylan during his different parts of his life, so it's kind of like what you were mentioning earlier so yeah that'd be cool huh. that's 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 interesting yeah i'll definitely check that out um anything else on this before we move on any other thoughts and feelings oh i'm, I'm sure it'll get done at some point and yeah i have no idea how it'll turn out but i'll, I'll check it out when it comes out exactly Okay, sounds good. Um, <laughs> moving on. So we, oh my God, there was so much DC news. I don't remember all of it, but yeah, I just this remember was, this there was, was a crazy. Lot. There was so much shit going on. Yeah, so um, much. Okay, let's start. Michael B. Jordan wants to be Superman or is looking to be Superman. I don't this know. He's been going around for a while. Like, I okay. think <laughs> they've been looking at him for, for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, he's been interested. Uh, I mean, I don't have a problem with it in general. 
Uh, Superman, he's an alien. Doesn't matter really what his skin color is. Again, I know people are going to throw a fit about it because they always do. <laughs> um, but I'm curious if they would not do like the main continuity Superman because, you know, with DC, DC comes with a, with a huge multiverse and mm. one of the Superman in that multiverse is a black man. Uh, mm. so it, it's uh, definitely uh, something that they could do if they wanted to go that route. Um, and it would still like keep the door open for like a Henry Cavill to return if, if mm-hmm. so be, cause it's a completely different universe. So, uh, I'm just, I'm just curious, uh, as to what their plan for it is if they do want to go that route. Hmm. What about you, Mike? What are you thinking? Yeah, I wouldn't mind that at all. I mean, but it's just, it's just Henry just like, I'm not hanging a cape up yet. It's just like, at what point are you going to return? Let it I mean, go. I, heard, I know they said Black Adam would be like the perfect opportunity to have him pop up in, but. Yeah. And they've been talking about that for, that's been a rumor for a long time as well. Cause he was supposed to be in Shazam, right? Like, wasn't yes. he? Uh, they, I mean. Yeah. There is a Superman cameo, and it was yes. supposed to be Henry Cavill, but uh, they couldn't come to terms. That was when that whole, like, is he or isn't he going to leave the DCEU thing came around, because mm. they couldn't come to terms on his contract for this. They, I think they wanted to use that cameo as, like, one of his contracted uh, appearances or something, and they didn't want to uh. give that up or something. Uh, it, yeah, it got kind of crazy, so they just didn't show Superman's face because of that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And so uh, even even during that time, they were talking about this Black Adam Superman thing yeah. that, that they're talking about now. Hmm. Do you think that will actually happen? Like, do you think it'll show up in Black Adam? It's possible. Uh, you know, there's been a you know a lot of support for Henry Cavill as Superman from the fans, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know fans can sway things, and we've seen that recently with stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it, it's definitely Snyder possible. Cut. No, no, at least not yet. We'll see. You're still not uh, getting the Snyder cut. You never know what will happen. <laughs> <laughs> when HBO Max drops, you never know what will happen. But, um, you never, I, I don't know if they can work something out, you know, if they're willing to keep Cavill around, I hope that they are. And I'd love to see him in that one and then maybe get a, a Man of Steel 2 eventually. That'd be great. Hmm. Um, does any, any other of these DC news you want to talk about? <laughs> I'm pumped for, for Green Lantern stuff. I know okay. on HBO Max, they announced uh, a series, which I'm excited about, but I, I really hope that it does lead to an actual film. Cause the first film, uh, I'm not a fan of. Uh, Green Lantern's my favorite superhero. Yeah. And they really screwed the pooch on that movie. Um, mm. they had some good visuals, but the story was all over the place and it just, I don't know. It just, I did not care for it. I, uh, I haven't seen the Green Lantern film, so I lucked out on that. Um, <laughs> I'm willing to check out anything that's coming up that's new. So, but, uh, when it comes to DC, I'm, I've seen Superman, the Batman films. So anything that's new here, it's just, it's all new to me, period. Hmm. So have you seen Aquaman? You know, it's on my list. I have yet to see it. So, so in other words, you you have no idea really what this trench thing is about. It, it's you I've, haven't I've seen the movie. See, so it must allude to something. I guess as a spinoff. Um, I've so seen I guess the movie, and I have big, no idea. <laughs> the big part in the film that takes place in in this area, and so that it's what they want to spin off. So, uh, I, I, would, I would recommend if you're interested at all, check it out. If not, hey, you know, so be it. Yeah, um, yeah, I do. 
The other thing on this list that I'm excited about is The Flash. I know there's been a lot of stuff with The Flash. It's like 8 billion directors and writers oh coming in God. and coming out. But now that they've got uh, Christina Hodson on as as the writer, I'm actually really excited. She did Bumblebee, which I love. She's doing yeah. Birds of Prey, which I'm excited about. And now she's, you know, she's doing this. Uh, and she's going to be doing the Batgirl film as well after this. So I'm oh, pretty okay. excited for that. And I hope that, uh, I think Andy Muschietti is the director on it. Um, so, and I love as of right the, now. Yeah. I love the, the two it films. So I, I'm, I'm actually pretty pumped for this and I hope it actually does finally happen. Hmm. If it happens. If it said, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> just so much like uh is it or is it is it not? i don't know now, so now whether or not whether or not ezra miller's it, it continues to be the flash that's another story i have no idea they may just scrap that and just go completely new i don't know mm. do we want yeah. ezra miller to come back i i liked him in in justice league i'd be totally cool with him coming back mm-hmm. it's just a lot of stuff has gone on he's been at odds with uh, with this movie, trying to bring in his own writer with Grant Morrison and do his own <laughs> script and all this other stuff, which is crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you know, so I don't know. I mean, he is still part of the WB family with uh, Fantastic Beasts, so I doubt mm-hmm. that. Right. You know, the, the flat out dump him for no reason, but I, I just I don't know. Part of me wonders if they're kind of waiting out his contract to see if uh, they, they can just get somebody new. Because I feel like if they dump him for Flash, he'd probably walk on Fantastic Beast. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because now that they finally greenlit that, and he's a pretty big part. Like, they've made him a big part of those movies. So they're probably yeah. just waiting. <laughs> yeah. They're like, let's just keep writing scripts for this Flash movie. We'll keep yeah. him on Fantastic Beast as long as we can. As long as we can. Because he's a Cause great, got, like, I think what, he's a great seven, actor. Five, I think what well, they got five movies planned for that Fantastic Beast. Yeah, we're series? on three. Three's coming. Yeah. We got two more. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll see. So it'll um, be like twenty thirty by the time we see a Flash movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's insane. That's crazy. And who like will anyone really care at that point? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how, how deep DC goes in in that's true. ten years. Yeah. I mean, that's the Batman, true. it might be something for the Batman franchise. I mean, they've mentioned that I think they're going to have like an Arkham scene in the film and that would introduce villains and that would have yes. a chance for them to spin off the villains into their own films like Joker. Yeah. That's what, yeah, I saw. Which I'm is okay a with cool that. idea. I'd love to see a great Arkham scene in this movie. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because if you're going to cast these big talents and only use them for a little bit of this movie, you have to be thinking long term. Like, exactly. They're not going to sign on. I mean, I would say, I think Paul Dano and, uh, Zoe Kravitz are big stars, but I don't know if a lot of other people, I don't think they're household names. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I see what you mean. But they're like not enough, nobodies, so. Yes. I think right. they're in that sweet spot where, like, they can't be like, I'm a big star. I'm not going to be in this movie for this little scene and then walk out if I don't get my, um, they're big not Jonah Hill? movie. Yeah, they're not Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, $10 million? Like, <laughs> uh, no, thank you. I wish. Probably has like $10 million probably only gonna have, would have only had like 15 minutes of screen time, if that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, anything else about DC? We're feeling good? Ready to move on? 
Just, uh, if you guys, uh, want more DC stuff, head over to my other site, dccomicsnews.com. We cover all the DC stuff over there. Boom. Go there too. I don't know. Boom. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we move into some of the phone call questions, uh, Thanksgiving was on Thursday. How was everyone's Thanksgiving? Okay. No, <laughs> no, no, it was good. Fan- fantastic. Say, Mike, Mike had a horrible Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was. Oh, it was I, just, the turkey, I had to cook everything. Drop the mashed potatoes all over the floor. And I, and I, stuffing was just burnt to a crisp. Just, I, everything was just so bad. I, I had the house fire. It was just like, ah. Is this true? A sliced <laughs> no. turkey lunch meat oh. sandwich with some American cheese. That's all I had. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not true. It was fine. It was just a nice family meal. Uh, Caught up with a lot of family and uh, has some good food in the process, so it's usually what it is for my family. Nice. What about you, Josh? Yeah, it was real good. Went over to the in-laws, uh, me and my wife and my daughter. It was it was good. Made lots of great food, watched some movies, and yeah. What did you guys watch? Uh, we wound up watching uh, The Rise of the Guardians, because my daughter loves that movie. Oh, and oh. then uh, oh. planes, trains, and automobiles, which is always oh. a good one. Uh, of course. Good. Good. Um, mine was nice. We just moved um about a month ago, so we weren't going to go home for the holidays. So we got together with a lot of my husband's um Marine work buddies. So that was interesting. <laughs> um, but it it was nice. We had they made smoked ham. Like he like put it in like a smoker, and it was fantastic so i'm okay with that um and uh we went to we went black friday shopping on thursday what do you guys think about that <laughs> what do i do it every what? year i do it every well, year yeah so i know I, that people are like oh don't go shopping that. on thanksgiving like, i hate that stores have gotten to the point where they keep opening earlier and earlier on thursday for it yeah. Uh, like starting their sales earlier. I remember I used to do it when the stores were closed and you had to wait outside in line, uh, to yeah. get in. Uh, and uh, like, you couldn't, yeah. you couldn't cash out until 5, 5 a.m. kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, so I, I've been doing it ever since, you know, those kinds of times. Now I think Walmart started doing theirs at 4 p.m. on Thursday and it's like, that's, that's getting ridiculous. Yeah. I think a lot of the stores I know around here opened at 5. PM on Thursday. We we waited till after dinner, until after we put our uh, our daughter to bed and everything, yeah. and then we went out. So yeah, that's what like we, that's what we nine did. nine o'clock or something like that when we went. So, and that's like that. I think that's the best time to get out. Yeah, there. I think Thursday was, wasn't that bad. A Target was insane, um, but other places were okay. It was Friday was by actual Black Friday, which I was surprised. Because I thought at that point, like, yeah. people would be in their homes, like, they don't want to go out. It was nope. crazy. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> people get nuts on that day. Me, me and my daughter went and saw Frozen 2 yesterday, and oh. we went to the mall to see it. Mm. And the mall was just packed. I, it yeah. took 15 oh. minutes just to find a parking spot. It was really yeah. oh. Our mall yeah. was insane. It was yeah. insane. I'm we were like, going to go so to the movies. I'm not actually shopping. No, I just, I, my husband's like, I don't want to go to the movies. This is crazy. I said, okay. <laughs> we stayed home. We had friends over and we just watched uh, both of the neighbors movies because I've never seen them. Uh. And then um, on Thanksgiving, we actually watched uh, Step Brothers. 
Oh, so I was like, this, that works. <laughs> cool. Good, good comedy choices. Good comedy. Good we had Elf on and our friend was like, oh, we were talking about Step Brothers. And he was like, I've never seen Step Brothers. My husband turns off Elf and puts that on instead. I was like, okay. <laughs> Switch. I was like, that's fine. Mike, do you go Black Friday shopping? Do you brave the crowds? That's a that no. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> no. That's like, like no, not for me. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's stupid. People are getting attacked. For Black Friday? Because of shopping. I didn't get attacked. I've never fine. had that happen. Me I, neither. I, mean, I gotta get the low, low prices. I gotta get my prices like low. Like I gotta buy it now. Yeah, that tickled me. Yeah. That's just so furious. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's died down quite a bit. It does happen occasionally, but not nearly True. as prevalent as it used to. I just, no, I just don't, I don't like crowds at all yeah. in shopping. I, I just, don't blame you there. I just like, I'm shopping and I'm just like, ah, just leave me alone. Just let me get in my path. Let me get out of here and get me out of your hair. I just do Cyber Monday instead, so. <laughs> Makes sense. I just get frustrated with shopping and online shopping. <laughs> I'm just like I like, eh. I like to do uh, small business Saturdays uh, occasionally. If you got Ooh. if you got a lot of small businesses in your area, oh, so that's right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, clever. So I watched Step Brothers. Josh watched some other movies. <laughs> what did you watch, Mike? <laughs> I was watching Slapsgiving. Slaps- oh, I didn't do it this year. Dang it! <laughs> how, how I Met Your Mother, baby. Not bad. <laughs> I I used to just watch fav- all the Thanksgiving episodes. It's my favorite in yeah. the show, just Slapsgiving. Oh my god, more so than Friends. Sitcoms have some of the best Thanksgiving episodes. Whether it's How I Met Your Mother, Friends, New Girl, they all have. Oh, the New Girl ones are great. They all have fantastic uh, oh, Thanksgiving those episodes. Those are my favorite shows. I always forget about the New Girl ones. They're really good. I love them. They're yeah. really fun. They did the one like every season, I think. They did. They did the one where she was trying to get her parents back together, and then the one where she brought the boyfriend home, and they're uh, like... They like, were trying to thaw a turkey in a dryer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and they yes. broke the dryer, and then they went over to their neighbor's house and found her dead? That's right! Oh my yep. god. Good stuff. Oh, I need to watch... I didn't watch any of those shows. I feel so bad. How I Met Your Mother is my favorite show, as I mentioned all the time. Didn't watch any of those episodes. I'm Slaps terrible. Giving and Slapsgiving 2. Gotta yeah, see. I love both of those. They're so yeah, yeah. And then the one, there's the one they do in the first season. Yeah, it's the first season when um um Barney is volunteering. At, oh yes, oh yeah. This court mandated community service. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then you think Lily thinks she's pregnant and she's back home, or she's back with Marshall in Minnesota, and it's like the 13 pound turkey. And they're talking uh, about, she's like, I had a beautiful 13-pound baby. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love That's that. a great, the early seasons are great. Like, the first season. Yeah. Been oh, fantastic. so good. I could talk about that show all day long, and I have, um, so and funny. I continue to will. Um, is there anything that we're grateful for? What am I thankful for? Hmm. Honestly, I, it may sound cheesy to say it here i'm thankful for all you guys um i don't have a lot of people that i get to talk to about this kind of stuff out here mm-hmm. uh most of the people that i know don't watch any of these types of shows or any of this stuff so being able to talk and and and, and just 
first with you, you guys and, and everybody who is in these groups that I'm in, uh, it's been fantastic. And, uh, being on the shows has been great and just being able to discuss, uh, you know, collider stuff and movies and all this stuff has been great. So that's, that's one of the things that I've been the most thankful for lately. That's awesome. Mike, what about you? He took mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think I said that on the, on the, on the color questions that we covered later on. I did say that too. And, um, because yeah, this is a great group of people and doing this with you guys just has been spectacular. I will say Collider Live now. I'm thankful for Collider Live because if I have not discovered it, I couldn't imagine being here. So, mm. and then the, the entertainment that they've provided with covering stuff that I wouldn't imagine hearing mm. about from them it just gives new perspective on life for me. Aww. Cool. Um, uh, I mean, I'm thankful for the normal, um, stuff. <laughs> like, very thankful. My husband, me and my husband were apart for 10 months, uh, this year and we're finally living together. So I'm super thankful for that. Um, but I'm also very thankful. Same as you guys. I'm very thankful for the show. I'm thankful for like the little family that we have. Um, I don't, I mean, we just moved. So I don't have a lot of friends around here, but I don't really feel lonely because I'm able to just connect in with you guys and talk about Collider Live. I don't have any friends to do that. And my husband doesn't watch. So he's just kind of like, oh, that's cool. Uh huh. And he has no idea. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm just thankful to find this uh, show and see where it went. And it's been a, it's been a fun year and I'm, year this year but fun couple of months on this show and i'm looking forward uh to the next couple of months hopefully if i pass this review that josh is doing <laughs> Just i'm making a checklist right now oh no <laughs> he's checking it twice <laughs> yep. um okay so let's go on to um they weren't caller questions but there were just some questions that they had throughout the episodes this week um okay we're gonna start off with a hard one um what is the best movie of the decade? The 2010s decade is coming to a close. What do we think is the best movie? Um, whoever tough. wants to go. <laughs> I know it is really hard. It is tough. And I've been battling ever since, uh, you, you guys put this in the, in the list, trying to figure out which, what I would choose as, as the best, um, and and the question really is is what do I, is it do what what do I think is the best or what is my favorite? Like, See, that's that really was the thing the too. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing too. I think you can divide that if you want to. Yeah. Like, uh, when I when I make my all time top ten list of movies, it's they're not all the best movies. Yeah. They're just oh yeah. Movies that are my favorite. You know. Yeah. Um. So if I'm going favorites, then it's Scott Pilgrim. Because mm. that's like number three or four on my all time list. Yeah. And it's yeah, the only yeah. one from this decade that's in that, you know, you know within those top four. Um, mm-hmm. Best? Ah, oh, man, I don't know. There's so many that it could be, you know. Uh, Social Network's great. Inception's great. Uh, there's there's, there's so many. Uh, but if, I guess if I, you know, to just give one, if I'm going to say favorite, I'll go with Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> you named, like, all my favorite movies. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, if I have to say best, I think Inception is the one of the best just because of like the technical feat. Um, 
I would say with like all the weird <laughs> different levels and I don't know. I just remember it was such a big deal when that movie came out. Yeah. The um, special I, effects are great in the movie. The, the performances are great. The score yeah, is it's great. A like solid movie. The direction and writing is great. Like the cinematography, all of it is like, that's why I think it is one of the best. Uh, so like if I'm going best, that might be, you know, yeah. at least up there, probably in within the top three, I'd say of the decade. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite movies, and Social Network is also one of my favorite movies, and that movie is just incredible. The performances are great in that movie, and the score, like, yeah, I mean, those, I guess, and that's been a lot of people's answer has been Social Network, which I'm kind of surprised, oh. honestly. I'm like, oh, okay. Um Oh my god, I don't, Josh, I feel like, th- I, I feel the same. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is like my favorite movie. So um, good. I love of it. All time. Like I and, love it. I feel movie. like it gets better every single time I watch it. It does. Like the, the very first time I watched it, I was like, eh, I don't know about this movie. And then I watched it again. Me too. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm digging this. And then literally every single time that I've watched it and I've watched it a lot of times now, it gets better and better. And I like it more and more every time. It does. Uh, I'm just checking one. Oh, okay. Um, so. Scratch that just so we can change and we can have different movies. Uh, my favorite movie would be Perks of Being a Wallflower, which did come Good out choice. this decade. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is one of my favorite, favorite movies. I think it's fantastic. The same one I watched it the first time and it like floored me. <laughs> and then I just, every time I watch it, I just love it more and more. I pick up on more uh, of the story and I just, I think it's fantastic and everyone should watch that movie. <laughs> What about you, Mike? A lot of the recent ones that pop in my head, I do. I will say John Wick, the trilogy has been really great. I'm picking trilogies because this decade has provided a lot of great um, trilogies. <laughs> John Wick was definitely like John Wick is a great trilogy. One of the, best, the one I thought of recently, of best actually, trilogies of all time. So I, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, but then there's also the second uh trilogy of, of Mission Impossible with Ghost Protocol, oh Rogue Nation, God. and Fallout. Yeah, those oh, are whole, crap. whole. <laughs> those are Fallout oh is. I think Fallout for me, Mission Impossible Fallout is the best. Like by by none because that's like the best Mission Impossible film that has Which ever. I still think I still think uh, Rogue Nation is my favorite of them, but. Right behind, right behind it is Fallout. So yeah, I agree. I did not like Rogue Nation the first time I saw it. I don't know. Same. I think I was excited, and then I just put it on randomly like a couple months later, and I'm like, this movie is great. Like every time I watch it, I'm like, this is so good. Yeah, those. That's why I'm excited to see what happens with uh, the next two coming up here. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm. I love the Mission Impossible franchise, and yeah, that's a great choice um, because they keep getting better each movie. Which yeah. Is- Yes, crazy. exactly. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, I know. It's, it's so one of those good. franchises that it just keeps getting better like, with yeah. each entry. I'm sure the How to Train Your Dragon franchise, because they did it too. Yeah, ah, touche. That's also good. I haven't seen yeah. any of them. <laughs> I have oh, yeah. oh, you're killing me. <laughs> the third one that just I came know. out this year is my favorite of the year. No, I don't want to cry. <laughs> My, so my best friend told me when that, when the first one came out, she told me that, um, the kid, the main character like dies at the end. And so I just never saw it. He doesn't, I'm not spoiling anything. So I was like, 
oh, he dies? Like, so then when they came out with the second one, like, a couple years later, I was like, what the heck? Like, I thought he died. And she's like, no, I was just messing with you. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. I was so, I was so confused. I was like, how are they making a second one? You told me he died. She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, wow. Oh, she prevented you from watching a movie, a great movie. Yeah, and I That's- just never got around to watching it. <laughs> oh my <Dad>. god. <laughs> so horrible. Blame, blame her. Totally check those out, definitely. Yeah. Um, any other favorite movies, best movies? Atomic Blonde. Ooh. I still have not seen that one. Oh, Josh, you gotta see that one. It's I mean, good. it's, it's really good. Um, it's just like John Wick, but it's just the with uh, Sharice Theron. <laughs> the it is like the actions there. It's set in the eighties too. It's got mm. a great soundtrack. It's got oh, the soundtrack so good. It's so oh, it's love it. Yeah, it's just it kind of slipped by me when it first came out, and uh, then I just never got around to seeing it. So it's fun. It's a fun. Yeah, I like it. I'd like. To, I would love to see like a crossover between like Atomic Blonde, John Wick, and then also the Equalizer with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. That's also yeah. been a good film. Equalizer, Equalizer Two is okay, but yeah, those. Those. Are I haven't ever seen that one. So um, I liked uh, Baby Driver. That was really good. Yes, I was just thinking that wow. too, man. I and then, won't you be my neighbor from last year? The documentary for Mister Rogers. Ah, uh, yes. I haven't watched it. It's it was my favorite of the year. It is. I think I. I don't think I've ever cried as hard in a movie other than that one. Have you seen the? Uh, Wonderful Day in the Neighborhood, is that what it's called? Uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? No, Beautiful I have not yet. Wonderful Day. Um, <laughs> wonderful Day. Just That's close. Okay, no, close I have enough. not seen it yet. Um, I do know who uh, Mr. Rogers is. I'm not too young. Um, so Okay, good. I feel like that might have ended right At least he grew up in PBS, me, at least. Oh, yeah. I, we didn't have cable, so I watched PBS. <laughs> like, that's, there you go. You know, we just had very basic cable, so I did. I do know who he is. I'm not too, too young. I don't know if Sean does, though. We'll see. <laughs> oh, no. Calling you out, Sean. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so let's try and answer this question. We don't know these people, but it's fine. So they brought up, because of John Roca and his chair, um, who they, Roxy asked, or someone asked, who they think the most high-maintenance person at Collider Office is. Uh, is um i don't know any of these people but i agree on- that i think it's fad they, one of them said yeah Thad. Thad. Like, I, yeah I, I cody said that i yeah. see yeah yeah from Thad everything that i've one. seen from him from uh like the kind of the way he portrays himself on tv talk i think it's that yeah, i really like that though like i really like but, him on tv yeah. talk, so I'm not talking crap, Thad. It's the other no, I'm oh, i just do i think he's <laughs> the most high maintenance he's, yeah. <laughs> he's I, I could say I could say Jeff as well. <laughs> Jeff Jeff yeah, Snyder, a little bit. Yeah. I, a think little bit. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I think it's John Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's for sure. He, he has I, like I just, a lot of shows. I don't know. He is. But... I just, um. Okay. So comedy. We talked about movies. Let's talk about some comedies of the decade. Uh, because they had a list, right? Someone put out a list on Collider. dot com. Yes. Yes. Um, I did not read that list. Yes. Um, they point out yeah. all kinds. They actually did put out a list yesterday of the, someone put a list of the top 10, uh, movies of the decades. So you can check that out. I did they not. Put that out yesterday. Yeah. 
because I was trying to find movies that came out this year and I found that list by accident. So it worked out. Um, some comedies that we love and hate from this. Deck. Let's do love first. What comedies that I love. One of my favorites is Easy yeah, A. I can oh, watch that literally any day, like any time over and over again. It is We the have best. the same movies, man. Yes. That is one of my oh. favorite movies. I love Emma Stone. That movie is so good. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When she, when she's just like, when they're going through like the, the weekend montage where she's singing, uh, that sunshine, oh. or that fucking song. I gotta pocket, gotta pocket yeah. sunshine. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> anytime that song yeah, comes pocket. on, yeah. that's all I can picture. It's so, she's like, ugh, this song sucks. And then she just goes on and on and starts singing. By the end of the weekend, it's her you ringtone it? on her phone. <laughs> it's only like yeah. three days. Yeah, it's so. And it's good. just and a little card. Stanley Tucci is so funny. Oh, he's so good in this. There and um, Patricia Clarkson, I think her name. I think that's her name. Um, I think so. Who plays the mom? Oh my god, their chemistry is so funny. And <laughs> when he charts. like talks to the little brother, and he's like, "You're," he's like, "I know, I'm adopted." And he's like, "Who told you?" <laughs> Thomas <laughs> so- Hayden Church gives some of the, like the best oh, dry humor yeah. in this thing. It's ridiculous. It's great. It's, it has a lot of heart. Um, and it's also just really funny. Like, it's just that really like timeless kind of humor in it too. I think that's some, some of the stuff you watch certain comedies and you're like, like we watch Step Brothers and every time there was something, um, woke, we would go woke. <laughs> Can't say that anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of movies like that. Yeah, uh, what about you, that. Mike? Any that you love? Uh, 21 Jump Street oh, for sure. 22 Both Jump Street is even, yeah, 22 saying, Jump Street is even better. Both of them are <laughs> fantastic. Oh, oh man. man. They're both great. I love how they reinvent that, reinvent the show. Like they mention the show it's based on. Yeah. It's like so meta in and a way. And then, uh, at the end of the, yeah, they brought it back the original cast, like a few of them for at the end of the 21. So it was kind of cool connecting to the show universe with this universe. It was kind of cool. And then end credits of the, 22? Oh my god, the credits of 22 Jump Street is so funny seeing what the, the movies they, they would go, uh, what adventures they go on, which I want to see 23 Jump Street now. I, I'll be honest, I was really wanting to see the MIB 23. I think they could have done a lot of cool stuff. Me that. too. Yeah, I was, I was really bummed that they didn't, that they didn't. I know, that there was a total missed opp- opportunity there with that. I was like, it's a crossover film, it would have been great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love those. I haven't seen a lot of these comedies. Is that? Um, I just watched Neighbors last night, and that was really uh, funny. Na- Neighbors is great. Um, yeah. I like Bad Moms quite a bit. That was really yes. good. Bad, Bad Moms Christmas is okay too. That's, that's uh, yeah, yeah, one. definitely. Um, yeah, that was that was great. Oh, uh, um, we watched Ted. That was yes, yes. another good Ted. one. Oh, man. That was. That's not my humor. <laughs> like, the one that everybody seems to say a lot is Bridesmaids, and I honestly have still not I've seen it. I've never that movie. seen it. Wow. Um, yeah. It, it came out at a time, and I was like, oh, fuck Melissa McCarthy. Cause she was like, coming <laughs> she off got an of, Oscar nomination for She that was too. coming off of Gilmore Girls, and I was like, oh, she's trying to be funny. Whatever. She's no Chris Farley. Get out of here with that noise. And like, so I was unwarrantedly bitter about it. And then eventually I, I saw, I think it was what the heat and then spy. And I'm like, damn, she's funny. But I just never went back and watched bridesmaids. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, hot tub time machine. 
Also Ooh, have yeah. That is a good one. I love that one. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that one. I'm just looking through a list right now. I love Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, I don't know if other people love this movie, but I love the interview. I think that movie is hilarious. Oh, that, is, that is a good one. Um, um yeah, it's, it's I liked great. uh what was it? This is the end. That was a good one. Oh, yes. Hello. You guys the world's that? end. The world's end, that's another good one, yeah. Yeah. We also put on the campaign uh the other night too, which I only seen half of that. And it's all right. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um Oh, we're we're the Millers, that's a good one. Also I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Damn it. I missed a lot of comedies. <laughs> well, pitch perfect. You like that one? Yes, I was one. gonna say that. I, the first there one. I've only seen the first one. Um, but it's pretty solid. It's it's a good the first one's I love that one. Comedy. Um and then a good comedy from this year, we'll just bring it in. I just watched Booksmart, and that movie's fantastic. So good. Um, I just saw a post on Twitter that apparently Roka's uh, girlfriend hated. hates Booksmart. And I'm like, I'm like, I can understand maybe you don't like it, but how could you hate, hate Booksmart? It's like, so that's a strong emotion for this film, and this, this film is fantastic. I don't understand it. It was it was very good. I also watched um Late Night, is that what it was called? Yep. Um Oh the, Mindy uh, Kaling? Yeah, yep. and Emma Thompson. Thompson. Emma yes. Thompson, yep. I really liked that movie. The trailer <laughs> I was I hated the trailer. I was like, Oh no, this is not gonna be good. But it was really good. And kind of I don't I wouldn't call it a comedy, like I didn't laugh. Um <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was sold as a comedy movie. Maybe I just brought it up. Very subtle. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't like gut laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed at certain yeah. things, but yeah, yeah. Um, the same but, with like the big sick. I wasn't like gut laughing uh, about it. Yeah, that's a really. Except for when he told the the nine eleven joke, which is pretty goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah, we, we <laughs> love <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> that, that's a very good movie. Um, some good romantic comedies. What are some worst uh, movies? Uh, comic. Oh my gosh, comedy movies of this decade. Oof. Uh, <laughs> movie 43 or whatever the fuck that movie was called. Oh, oh garbage. Oh. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so, so bad. bad. I mean, you've got uh, Hugh Jackman with a set of balls on his chin. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking that when you said That's that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's forever stuck in my head when I saw it. I was like, damn it. Damn it, movie. One of the his... absolute worst, uh, it's, it's one of my worst films to ever kind of a film is Jack and Jill. I was just gonna say that. Oh yeah. my god, that movie. Oh, oh, no, that's my boy is the worst. I've never seen it. I didn't mind that one. It's not great, but no, I didn't no, mind it's, that one. Jack I, and Jill I, is just utter garbage. Uh, I mean, it's, I, yeah, I can agree too. I saw that. They're the theaters too. Very, very bad. <laughs> yeah, I was fortunate. Yeah. What so. was that one with Kate Upton and Alexandra Daddario? Ah, fuck, I can't I remember know. the name ooh, of it. Because it also was kind of garbage. Um, I, 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 I was like, it. I'll give this one a, a watch. And the other was, woman. I, no, yeah. not that one. Because that's the one with Leslie Mann. I haven't watched that one. Oh, but that's also oh. 2014. The layover. Oh. That's the layover. The layover. I, I think I laughed once throughout that entire movie. I mean, and it, it was when they were, I don't know if you ever saw it, but they were like on like a, a small road trip 
And it's the literally the only time I laugh. And I'm like, God damn, I'm not laughing at all during this fucking movie. <laughs> no, I've never yeah, it, it was not it was not good. Um, did anyone see Baywatch? I was uh, thinking that dude, in my head. Dude. Yeah, it's it's I, uh, I it's it's not the worst worst. It's it, yeah. it was trying to do the same thing as Twenty One Jump Street was trying to do, trying to reinvent mm-hmm. a TV show into a comedy. It's mm-hmm. that the plot is very far fetched for a Baywatch movie. Mm. Well, that's the thing with, for me with comedies. As long as they make me laugh, I give them a pass. Yeah, because you know, that's what they're there to do. Like uh, that the Chips movie. Did you guys watch Chips? I skipped that Shepard? one. I um, everybody that one. says it's garbage. I'm like, hey, it makes me laugh. I I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so I I, I enjoy it because it makes me laugh. But that's why I like mm. the layover things like that that I did not that I did not enjoy. Um, I really did like, you um, watch uh, Holmes and Watson? No, no, the worst I didn't movie. either. And that's what I keep hearing. I'm like, that is so bad. So I'm like. I kind of want like, to I'm just, just because everyone says one. it's terrible. Yeah. Um, I like Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I know a lot of people did not like that movie. Um, I think I saw, I think I saw the one that one. Zach Efron. Aubrey Plaza and, in it. Yeah. And, yeah. and Anna Kendrick. And yeah. it's not great, but I was cracking up in the movies. I was like, this is <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't watch, I guess I don't watch enough comedy. <laughs> I'll change that, guys. I promise. Maybe um, you gotta watch more funny movies. I Jeez. do. I really do. I think I was I was in a younger age. <laughs> as <laughs> bad as that sounds. Okay, Sean. Um, <laughs> well, my, my, <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that's his excuse all of the time. For well, my parents are pretty conservative on like what I watched, what I was allowed to watch, and they're not big uh, comedy fans. So I think I just skipped a lot of them because I'm like, oh, these like, these are bad movies. They have bad words in them. But now I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, and our last best and worst, um, let's say, okay, so they put out another list of, from worst to best comic book movies of the decade. Um, what? First of all, what do we think of this list <laughs> that this person put out? Uh, which yeah, okay. which which writer was it that did this list? Was it uh, Chitwood uh, or was it the other one? No, it's the other it, one. It wasn't Chitwood. Uh, no, Chitwood did Chitwood did the comedies. Comedy. This one did the comedies one. This one was Vinny. Yeah, Vinny Men. Vinny Men. Vinny. Co. Co- I was Man- trying to pronounce Co- his name. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Wait, was that actually it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Vinny. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was actually the one. You you pulled it. Yep, Vinny. Okay, well, the writer was um, Vinny. Um, Vinny something. Um, Sorry. uh, This list was something. I'll I'll say that. Uh, (laughs) Was it? This list was something else. Nah, like some of these were way too low. Was it? Mm. I agree with with uh, with the crew. Some of these were way too low. Uh, Yeah, Um, I don't know. Yeah. So his worst was. What is he's oh my god, what was his worst one? Uh Fantastic Four. Fan four stick. Um, I mean it would definitely be down there. I yeah. haven't seen I haven't seen it because I heard it was terrible. And I mean I the thing is, I don't think I would actually have it as my worst because I like most of the movie. Yeah. So the fact that I liked most of the movie, I probably well, wouldn't put it as my worst. <laughs> you know, so they were like I wanna say. Um and then I'll spoil his best was uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I'm totally cool with that being up there. I agree. Yeah, It's definitely, 
if not my number one, it'd be somewhere within my top three, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's let's start with worst. What are the worst comic book movies of the decade? Let me. Uh, Green Lantern's definitely one of them. Uh, new Hellboy movie was pretty bad. Didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I think what else came out this year? I'm trying to think. Let me see if I can pull yeah, I, I gotta look it up. <laughs> How are you, Mike? Um, that's what I was gonna say. Is Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance for Nicholas? I haven't Cage seen that one. Oh my I god! The, the original, which which I the dig, f- is pretty cool, but. Yeah, the first one was okay. This one, the sequel, oh my god, the editing is so janky. Like, the editor was just on, like, speed and, the, like, the editing's fast. But Nick, Nicolas Cage is like, there's a part where he's like, scraping at the door! Scraping at the door! Just, like, so, so crazy, but it's so bad because the story didn't make sense because it involved the devil and, a, like, a child prodigy, which could be, like, I want to transfer my soul into the young boy. It was so fucked up. It was just like, no, give me another Ghost Rider film, goddammit, not this no. one. Because I like Ghost Rider. Um, um, I would I put... That's pretty bad. Yeah, I would put Suicide Suicide Squad pretty low. That movie's a hot mess. Um, I would put Batman v Superman way lower than he did. That movie is a mess. <laughs> I mean, um, the theatrical sorry. version, I agree, is a mess, but I, I do, I've just like Mark Riley, I love the ultimate cut. Um, Justice League, I would put maybe towards the bottom. I didn't mind Justice League. It'd be kind of in the middle for me. It's all right. Apocalypse, put it down. I didn't hate that one as much as a lot of people did. I don't know. Maybe I'm too forgiving on these kind of movies. I I, I don't know. Um, yeah, there's not, there's not a lot that I hate. hate. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Um, I did like, not. I'm one of the rare people who actually liked Thor the Dark World more than the first one. Maybe I'm weird, but I am one of those people. My husband just put that on the other day, and I've never seen it, and I still haven't seen it because I was not paying attention to that movie. He's like, no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it didn't oh, look boy. bad. I just liked him, the fact that he was Thor in this. Like, in the first movie, he's really not Thor for the majority of that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just a guy. Real. He's strong and all this stuff, but he's really not being Thor throughout most of that movie. And that's that's why I think I liked the second one. You get more Asgard and all that stuff, and that, I think that's why I liked it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I, not a fan of Captain Marvel. Me neither. It was a little too high for me on his list. Yeah, Did he was. have it on his list? I don't 22. know. 22. 22. I'd put it... Uh, I mean, it's kind of middle. I'd, I'd probably put it in the middle. It right around there. That's that's right around the middle. It's not in the top twenty, so yeah, you know, true. I'm fine with that. That's yeah, true. I think uh, the fact that Incredibles two he has at thirty four is insane. ridiculous. That's insane. <laughs> that is a travesty right there. <laughs> Incredibles two is better than the first one. I don't care who come at me, internet. I do not care. That, I, that, I that movie is great. I agree with you. I like it better than the first one. The fact that he's got, like, I liked Venom, but the fact that he's got Venom higher than Incredibles 2? <laughs> c- come on, that guy. Come on. Like, um, I really like here? the Kingsman movies. I like both of them. They would be up a lot higher. I don't think the second one's that bad. I just think people had No, I actually watched it recently. It was, it was very enjoyable it's fun. to watch. Yeah, it's just yeah. a fun movie. And Elton John's in it. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's so yeah, funny. Yeah, the Golden Circle. 
The fact that he's got Deadpool 2 higher than Deadpool also kind of... I know, like, that, that was well, shocking to hear. I was like, what? No, I, I like Deadpool 2 better than the first one. Um, I, I, I love Deadpool 2, but I, I, the first one I, I definitely like better. I don't, the first one's definitely way too low on his list, though. I wouldn't put it that low. Yeah, I would put it, like, like, right next to Deadpool 2. He's got, in my opinion, he's got Joker way too low as well. Yeah, I agree. It all depends on what he's ranking them by. Is he ranking them by enjoyability or, like, actual... Uh, I, I don't know. Because quality, what? even if you didn't like Joker, you would have to... It's a good yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. And so is Deadpool. Like, Deadpool is good for the budget it was. <laughs> it's a yeah. good movie. Yeah. Like, you gotta take all kinds of things in consideration. What are you guys' favorites, then, of the decade? Oh, God. <laughs> Captain America, the Winter Soldier. That's definitely up there it's for me. Good. That's jo- it's, I, see, Joker would be up there for me as well, with, along with Winter Soldier. Um, just, of the decade? Yep. Oh crap! This decade, yes. <laughs> I would, I would oh, say Joker's probably my top three. Yeah, for sure. Definitely Logan is one of them. Up there yeah, yeah. And Game is one of them for me. Again, it all depends on. Are you saying like favorite in quality? Because <laughs> I wouldn't say like. Logan, your, you want to make your list? I don't know how Vinny made his list. So okay, so like Logan isn't my favorite. I would put it in the top five. Um, like it's good. I've only seen it once, <laughs> just because it's right. not the easiest movie to watch. Um, and I don't really like the whole uh clone, him fighting his clone self. Um, just personally, that, that that's a comic book movie thing. Like, yes, I know it is. I just didn't like it. You're gonna fight the same version of. I was like, are you kidding me? All the time. <laughs> For me, it ruined. It kind of took whether me it's out of Iron it Man, bit. Hulk. Ant Man, like they all do it. Well, I didn't Ridiculous. like it. Um, but so, yeah, I guess it would no, be Spider Verse definitely also. Yeah, it have to be Spider Verse, Joker, and I don't know one of the Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think my top five, in no particular order, would be Spider Verse, Joker, Logan, Winter Soldier, and Game would probably be my top five. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how I, I would order them, but that, that's what they would. I do. agree. I agree. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I <don't>, yeah. <laughs> sure. Boom. There it is. Boom. There it is. That's our list. <laughs> there it is. What about you, Mike? Do you agree? Of course. Of course. It's always. Like, Fuck no. Ghost Riders <laughs> number three. <laughs> Go start nah. Nah. Or Guardians would be not in my top five, but Guardians would be up there. Um, yeah, Guardians. Yeah, that's definitely okay. top ten. No matter, you know, definitely. Yeah, that, Guardians. That yeah, hilarious. It's great. Um, any other thoughts on? Oh, excuse me. Superhero comic book movies, not just superheroes. Nope. Okay, moving on. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, and they ended Thursday show with a call from our favorite person um that sounded super sarcastic i did not mean it to be that sarcastic <laughs> i was like dang that was really rude um what did he say his um oh brad was it brad right oh 
It was from Rocky it, Horror, but I don't. And the guy's name is Brad. Brad something from somewhere. From Denver, Brad's obviously. Yeah, well, that was great. Yeah, so, anyways. so Saul called, prank called in as Brad something from Rocky Horror. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he was like, when are you going to invite Saul on your live stream to Roxy? And she's like, that's a great question. Thanks, caller. <laughs> but he was still uh, yeah. there. And I was like, did they just hang up on this dude? Because it's yeah. not like he can hear the answer if they did. Because, <laughs> I mean, he, it, it was a pre-tape, so they couldn't have heard yeah. the answer until it aired. Yeah, and then right. Roxy was like, how did you get Saul on the phone so fast? And he's like, it was me. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> yeah, this was one of his, as I, as I said in our, our kind of like little notes thing, this is one of his best and also most awkward calls. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it, it because was. he's like putting her on the spot and she, it and was like, a Ro- call. <laughs> Roxy was like, I, I She's feel like, like she was trying to be nice, but didn't want to say no because I feel like yeah. she doesn't actually want to have him on the show. I don't know. Right. And she was like, "I don't know, I don't know." And then he kept asking, and she was like, "You live in New York. How is that going to work?" Like, I think that's yeah. when she was finally like, "Knock it off." <laughs> and then he was like, "You know, I don't want to get in trouble with a certain someone." And I, he was talking about Christian. Yeah, it was really he essentially odd. says it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Someone, like, a wow. religion, Christian. Uh-huh. I was like, what? That was like, that was the <laughs> nice one. It was like, a religion, Christian. Yeah. It was so, <laughs> is this the first time he's called in the show since? I think, I think so. so. Is it That's really? That's I, 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 I never heard call, uh, Saul, I, well, I don't listen to caller questions anymore, so I might have missed <laughs> it, but maybe. Oh, you I think caller questions? I feel like he might have that first week. Probably. That probably I, makes more sense. Yes. I think that was so long ago, I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah. For real, that was a month ago. Does he... Because, Pre- so, he was supposed to have a segment on SEN? Yeah, something. They haven't done anything with him yet. He's called into SEN Live a few times, but... Oh, he has? I haven't gotten Yeah. Because he, he just, like, calls Christian on his cell phone and Christian puts it up to the mic. Uh, they, because they they don't they don't take they don't take actual don't take calls. calls. Yeah, right. they just they, they just do. do the the live sh- the the chat, and so they yeah. have like mm-hmm. um the schmobot, which is a little robot that talks when you pay twenty dollars, uh, and it'll say whatever the hell you type. We should get that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, we'll do our shows live too as well. Oh, no. ever want to see it? If you ever want to see it go crazy, watch an episode of SCN Live that has Mark Ellis on it because yes. they go in yeah. on him. It's yep. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then the last thing we have in all caps is Josh Makuka is coming back next week. Um, I think for Ooh. most of the week he said, yeah. said, yeah. Ooh, so we'll, we'll see. Monday. We'll see Josh, our boy Josh. The other boy, Josh, not this Josh, the other boy. <laughs> I hope that he's got uh, an update for whatever the hell he's yes, doing. Yes, I, I want to know. Say that. Um, I w- yeah, I want to know what he's doing. Cause I, I want to know if I was right deal. that it's that it's that fucking happy hour show because that's happy what I want hour. it to be. Yeah, that's what I want it to be. Because it was good. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. when it, yeah. it was, They only aired one episode, the and one it was episode. really good. And I was like, shit, why, why didn't this come back? You know, we only got yeah. that one episode. Yeah. I wonder. Oh. Um, we'll have to find out next week. We'll find out next week on Collider Live. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Before we do, Josh, where can the people find you? You can head on over to Twitter. Uh, you can do my personal Twitter. It's JP Rayner. It's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. Or you just follow me everywhere. Uh, Merc with Movie Blog. 
Facebook and uh, uh, Facebook and YouTube, and then on Instagram and Twitter at Merc uh, Movie Blog Merc. I do all kinds of posts there. Uh, I'm going to be revamping the site coming up soon. We're going to pump out all kinds of new stuff in the new year, so it's it's going to be good. So keep an eye out there. Awesome! Thank you so much for joining us. It was a lot of fun. Definitely. Thanks for having um, me. Can't wait to see that review <laughs> later. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be here next week talking all with you guys. We'll see. We'll be right back after this break, and Sean will be joining us as well. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. everybody jay wade and kaylin here to tell you about sen afterlife it's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on sen live as well as have guests on to join in the fun yep, and we get personal too we do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails which i guarantee is always kaylin's fault hey how rude and not true so come join us on the mark with the movie blog feed and remember to rate share and subscribe and as always enjoy Okay, we're back from break. Uh, we're going to cover some of the caller questions from last week's show that we weren't able to fit in. Um, so we'll just start off. Favorite fictional band from a film, which is a little difficult for me. <laughs> Lemonade Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, it was the best answer I could come up with. Are you serious, man? It's a great band. What are you talking about? I've never seen. That's <laughs> You've Disney never movie, seen right? Lemonade Mouth. That's a Disney Channel movie. How old are you? I am twenty three. Yeah, so you're only a couple years older than me. You should have seen Lemonade Mouth. I didn't have Disney Channel. <laughs> what is wrong basic with you? Cable. Oh my, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I had cable. Well, so I, not, not has, has Disney not bought cable yet? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, they have now. They have well, now. Now they, now they got Disney okay. Plus, so you can check well, yeah. out. Watch, watch Lemonade okay. Mouth on okay, Disney I'll Plus. Amazing. There you go. God. Um, but that's your answer. <laughs> that's yeah. I can't really. I can't really think. Oh, uh, fictional band. Uh, there was a Bohemian Rhapsody came out. That, that you know that Queen no. band. That would have been real it's cool not, if they did. It's <laughs> oh my not God. Fictional. Okay, Shut Mike. up. <laughs> what um, about you, Mike? Um, what was interesting because I remember this from last week is uh, Sing Street. Sing, Sing Street. Sing Street is still a great movie, and they they make a fictional band called Sing Street, and they have actually really good songs in that film. Um, really good also music. Haven't seen it still. Still have still to have see it, guys. It you later. have to check it out. It's, it was three years ago. People, come on, watch Sing Street. I don't know why I haven't seen it. It's totally up my alley. I just haven't it is. gotten there. It's so good. Um, my fictional band is uh, the Sex Bombs from Scott Pilgrim. Ah, touche. Why are you laughing? I guess that, I've never seen Scott, Scott Pilgrim, so the, the name <gasps> caught me off guard. What? Will you, you stop that? That is my favorite hey guys, movie. Hey guys, how was the farewell? 
Um, no, Scott Pilgrim has hey guys, been how out is for a Rabbit? long time. How Scott is Pilgrim? We're not, we're not talking out. about 2019 films. We're not talking about 2019 films, Sean. We're talking right, let's about. Go to, let's go to 2017. Let's go to 2017. That movie came out or 2018. Like or 10. Let's go to 2018. How was Colette? <laughs> I don't can even you know watch, <laughs> can you watch Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Come on, no. dude. No! It's Edgar it's Wright! It's Edgar Wright! It's I know. To be fair, I've seen his other movies. Do you movies. not watch old movies? No, I do watch old movies. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. It's not even that old. I know you are. I know it is an old movie. It's an old movie. It's a good movie. It's not his best movie. His best movie is Baby Driver, and that's a fact. No, no it is Baby, not. what do you mean? No, it is Baby not. Driver is his, easily his best Scott movie. Scott Pilgrim is his best movie. Have you like, seen Baby Driver, Sarah? Yes, I have. I love Baby Driver. It's Baby Driver is the best movie. movie. It's so good. It's not his best movie. No. It is his best movie. No, it's not. You haven't even seen it Scott is. Pilgrim. How can you say this? I just know. Have you, you seen don't know. his other movies? Yeah, I've seen World's End. I've seen eh. uh, Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead. Me neither. <laughs> God damn uh, you too. World's Fine. End is my second favorite of his movies. Though. I do like. World's I really End. like. I really I, like World's End. I like Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. I didn't love as much as a lot. I yeah. love Hot Fine. Fuzz. Edgar oh Wright is a great director, regardless. Yeah. So yes, yes. Um, but you're wrong, Sean. I'm Scott Pilgrim fine. isn't as good as you think it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> People it's need to me. understand that no. Detective Pikachu and Scott Pilgrim <laughs> are both over. <laughs> we're bringing this we're up still, again a week later. Still, God, it's still doing this, guys. Shut up about this. Okay, well, Pikachu, moving God. on from fictional bands. Um, what is our favorite movie scores? Star or Wars, TV? The, I'll put. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. No, go on. He said, "Star." You said Star Wars. That's your favorite. Yes, yeah, Star Wars: The Last Jedi specifically. A New Alliance is one of the best tracks in Star Wars, and it plays the asteroid field theme when they're flying through the planet inside crate. Uh, for TV though, Game of Thrones, that Ramin Jawadi did a fantastic oh. job, and I went to go see. Uh, they played the music live in concert recently, yes. and it was like. With scenes from the show playing, including season eight. And yeah. I went and saw that, and that was awesome. Yes. It made season eight tolerable. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have like a favorite? Can you pick out like a favorite, like theme from Game of Thrones? Uh, I really like, I really liked, um, when they arrive at Winterfell. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> can I stop now? <laughs> Yeah, you can stop. Now. Okay, cool. <laughs> I really like the the is it the the piano one when she's burning up the sex set yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. I think the Night King. a lot of people. Yes, the, the Night King. The Night King theme that played in season eight was that piano. Mm-hmm. That was awesome too. I yes, yes. Uh what about you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so tired. <laughs> You're always tired. That's the thing. Yeah, you gotta wake yeah. up. High energy. Come on. Yeah. Okay, Mike. What pretend about you? that you have high What's energy. What's your favorite score? <laughs> oh my god! I I I've been listening. <laughs> I've been watching television as well. So uh, okay. To the Halt and Catch Fire soundtrack. Uh, if you're not I watching Halt, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what is People. that? Hold and Catch Fire is an AMC show. Yes. AMC show about 80s computering. Is it huh. really? Yes. You want to know what I thought it was Personal about? Personal computing. 
Firefighters? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I'm the old fire in this group. Jesus this Christ. Whole, what do you mean? Josh, it aired in 2014. Get Josh out of here. Josh talks about it all the time. I know. That's that's why I'm watching it again, because it's so damn good. And the soundtrack is so mwah, so Who's damn delicious. Oh, the girl that was in Terminator. Mackenzie Davis. Yes. yes, Mackenzie Davis. That's, oh, Scoot oh. McNary's on here. He was great in True Detective. Yeah. Yeah, she, the, sh- the show's great, and like I said, the score, it has that like the 80s vibe to it, and it's like, mm, that's what I love. Um, Blade Runner 2049 is another great yeah. one. Um, mm-hmm. Blade Runner as well by Vangelis, that's another great score. Um, maybe another one that a lot of, don't, a lot of people don't talk about, because I'm a Turtles fan, is the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles score. Um, mm-hmm. is really great. Actually, if you guys want to, um, it's the score is actually available for the first time on CD, so you guys oh, can uh, pick that up. Um, just search in <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990 score by Wax Records or something. They they had it on vinyl for a while, but doing a CD uh deal right now, so I'm getting it on CD. Mike, Mike, do you still listen to stuff on CD? Yes, I do. What decade do you live in? <laughs> I'm I'm so curious about Mike's life because I feel like he lives in a bubble that's ten years behind the rest of. The- I- yes. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. Also, talking about TV shows, the newsroom has a great uh, score as well. That's also a great show. Oh, yeah. yeah that's- um. So I'm gonna list off mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously I'm going to do the super obvious ones. Harry Potter, uh, yes. Lords of, Lord of the Rings. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Harry Potter, which score? Because okay, so, they change. Yes. Um, well, obviously like the John Williams, yeah. Hedwig's theme, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I was actually listening to some, uh, themes, whatever today. And I really like the fireworks one from. Yes. Uh, Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Um, is great. That, Order of Phoenix has a really good, cause I don't know if that's when they changed, but I think that's when that, uh, composer first came on, I believe. And, uh, uh, the scene where they're flying through London at the very beginning. Yeah, it's great. Mm, Nicholas Hooper. Yes. And he went on to do it for, I believe, Half-Blood Prince as well, but I do not think he did seven part one and part two. I think Alexander Desplat did one part one. Which is, it's good. Um, it's kind of eerie or it's the, the scores change as the kids grow up, which I appreciate and really like that. Um, I also love the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Um, which is Hans Zimmer, I believe is. Sounds right. Yeah. First, we actually, me and my husband just watched the first parts of the Caribbean again last night. Um, and it's, uh, it's great. The music is fantastic, but, uh, some underrated, I guess. I don't know. They're underrated. I love the Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey Jr. Mm. I love that. So Hans Zimmer, great. And, um, Internal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, mm. great score. Um, and then this one's for Kaylin out there. Uh, the Downton Abbey theme <laughs> is fantastic. Um, it's great. That movie is on my top 10. Just letting you guys know. Uh, fantastic. Um, what do you guys have like a favorite TV opening? Like, 
Ooh. Doctor Who's real good. Yeah, Doctor Who's good, for sure. You know what else is real good, Mike? <laughs> Mike, oh. you know what else is real good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a light in the distance. <laughs> See them coming, coming closer. With the force the of the ages. Centuries come by. Protectors of the right. Is this a power Power Rangers. Yeah, no, wait, I fucked it up. All right, Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder is a great... The Power yeah, Ranger themes like are on point, but Dino Thunder is really epic. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, I really like all the HBO <laughs> opening yeah. themes, of course. They do a good uh, job. The Westworld one is, like, super catchy. I have to watch Westworld. Uh, Succession. Oh, so good. Um, Succession. <laughs> Succession is so good. I know, I know. They talk about it all the time on the show. They do. It's... it's yeah. It's, and it's everywhere else. It's yeah. so good. It's really relevant. I yeah. like that's the obvious thing that people can say. Uh the Mandalorian score is Oh, it's so good. Incredible. Um and I really like the Black Panther score, and it's the same guy, I believe, and he yeah. won the Oscar for it, so it's really yeah. good. Yeah, there you go. Just saying. <laughs> Those connections. Those connections, baby. What about you, Mike? Do you have a TV opening? Um just had it uh I'm a sucker for Stranger Things. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That that synth so score. Oh man! Exit the soundtrack for Stranger Things. Pretty good too. Um. No, uh, I'm, of course I'm old school for all the classic themes for TV yeah. shows, like from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, as example. <laughs> That's of the Fresh Prince is awesome. That's I thought you were going to say man. like All in the Family. Or- <laughs> You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna let anybody slander this real quick. I'm about to say, the Full House theme, is uh, great. I love it. Now the Fuller House with Carly Rae Jepsen is trash. Is it? I've never watched Fuller House. Whatever happened to Yeah. Evening TV. Yeah, those, those. shows openings. Oh, that too. With Fantastic. Anything else? Any music. other favorites? Uh, the Flash has a really good theme. Riverdale has a great no, I'm just kidding. I've never no, watched. No, no, Riverdale does not have. That's not a good. Yeah. Uh, I think oh, catching up on Riverdale. It's a hot mess, guys. It is. <laughs> a series of unfortunate. Show. A series of unfortunate events had a great theme. Ah, there you go. Away, look Trying away. to get into it. Oh, it's so good, Sarah. <laughs> I read the books as a kid, so like. I, I couldn't deal with Neil Patrick Harris's. Oh, he's couldn't. so good in it. I love. It. That's the point. I know. But the like, brain is even sufferable. On how I met your mother, and like when he was overacting, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then that whole show was him overacting, and I'm like, I "Yeah, because he's, he's Count Olaf." I know, but I like the Jim Carrey. I like Jim Carrey. I like yeah, that he, movie. Wait, 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 wait. he's also <laughs> overacting in that movie. Yeah, but I just don't. <laughs> like, I just don't like Neil Patrick Harris overacting. I don't know. Mike, what was that? <laughs> Mike's left the building. <laughs> Mike just got carried off by aliens. 
<laughs> that was him singing as the beam picked him up and carried him away. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. We'll see if Mike ever comes back. I don't know. All right. Um, okay. I haven't thought about this question. So if you could go to any restaurant in any movie or I'm adding TV show, uh, what would it be? I'm about to make you kind of happy, probably. The bar and how the movie. Oh. I actually was thinking about that for the TV <laughs> show, but for the movie. That's mine. For the movie, Dex's Diner from Attack of the Clones. Oh! <laughs> that place is Attack awesome. Uh, that movie is not very good, but. There's that a diner. It's so diner. cool. Yeah, that's. What do you know, so Mr. Kenobi? Random. It's so good. Camino in the outer <laughs> rim. I love. I love Dex. That's so random. Um, what do you I mean random? Think... Why do you always insult me? No, no, it's just random. That there's a <laughs> diner in Star Wars. Like I'm not thinking. Uh, wait, hang on. You, where, where do they eat? I don't know. I don't. I don't think about them eating. Why not? They're people. They have to eat. <laughs> They're people. That... Oh, there's Mike. Oh, the um three broomsticks from Harry Potter. Oh yes, got the it. Leaky yeah. cauldron. The leaky cauldron. Yes, that was the other one. Anything in Harry Potter. Anything in Harry Potter. The Great Hall. Um, or anywhere in. Yeah, I want to get to the Great Hall. Um, <laughs> the, anywhere in the Shire, because I feel like I have to bring up Lord of the Rings. So take oh. me to. What is it? The prance. The dancing pony. The prancing. Pony? Prancing pony. I think. You would know better than I. I don't know Lord of the Rings very well. Uh, what about you, Mike? Do you have a restaurant in a movie or TV show? Big Kahuna Burger from Pulp Fiction. Yes, I, I agree. Fair. Is that the one where she does the dancing? I've no, never that's, seen Pulp oh, I've never seen that, <laughs> Oh, that's, that's, um, shit, you're making me touch my knowledge now. No, um, that, there. that's, um, Fa fu fa. I can't think of the name of the thing. <laughs> fa fu fa fe. You heard it. No, um, no, right. no. Well, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 sir. Wait, let me do. Let me, let me, let me, let me get this. Let me get this. Most animated he's ever been. Ever. He doesn't even get this animated on into the grid. <laughs> let me get this. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Give me. Give me. A... Oh, okay. No. No. Uh. So dumb. Um, well. Uh, um. I oh. have a TV one. I want to go to the place that Iroh opens up in Avatar: the Last Airbender, the little tea shop, because I love. Sarah, are you an Avatar fan? Yes, I am. My Why haven't we not <laughs> talked about this yet? I'm in the middle of watching uh Korra right now. Oh, Korra is so season. good. It's yes, so it good. Is. It took me so long to watch it because I kept putting it. I'm like, it's not Avatar. It's no, not it's really good. nobody, but it's so good. It's yeah. oh man. No, um. So my husband's that's his favorite show is Avatar: Last Airbender. And I watched it a, good a choice. little bit, um, growing up, but I kind of missed it because I didn't have cable. So he sat me down. He's like, "We're watching this show." Um, and we watched it, and I fell in love with it, and I got very upset when it ended because I miss all the characters. Um, and I constantly cry about Momo and Appa. They're my favorite. Oh, Appa's last days. Oh my god! So that episode, I like had a meltdown, like a legit <laughs> melt. The episode before that one is like the four different vignettes or vignettes or whatever. Yeah, and it's Momo, and he's like, <laughs> uh, "Tales from Bossing Say." Yes, and it's the um. Momo's like curled up in office like footprint. Oh. I, so I, I lost my mind. I like started sobbing and my husband's looking at me and I'm like crying and he's like, what is wrong with you? And I just like am sobbing like, Momo fell asleep in the footprint. And he's like, what? 
the what? <laughs> yeah, it was it's really bad. So now every time I see like cute animals or like cute things, um, Mandalorian, it's a mess right now. Um, I just lose my mind. Like I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I found it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> it's it's Jack Rabbit Slims in Pulp Fiction, where you get the five dollar shakes. Yes, I want to go there. <laughs> yes, yes. Took me forever. Any other dream places? Restaurants? Uh, 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 you know what? Never mind. You guys won't get that. How do you know? I was a oh, Mike, Mike, because I just discovered. I think that Mike likes Kingdom Hearts. Uh, oh, uh <laughs> it was uh the place that in Kingdom Hearts three, uh, Uncle Scrooge opened up with Ratatouille. Oh. Yeah, I want to go there. Yeah, I want to go to the place <laughs> where Ratatouille plays. With Uncle Scrooge? No, I want to, no, I want, in Ratatouille, oh, in Ratatouille. I want to go. That place to too. That. I've also never seen Ratatouille, so I don't You've know. never seen Ratatouille? <laughs> I just took my headset off. I'm so mad right now. Guys, my husband just... already yelled at me for that. To, to You've seen Wally, like, right? You've never seen Ratatouille? I've seen what? Wally? No. <laughs> Sarah, yeah. what are you doing? I got yelled at for that one too. <laughs> okay, oh but Inside Out, right? Um, I'm halfway through Inside. God out. damn it! I also had a meltdown watching that one, so I had to stop. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite movies. Score back. Um, the yeah, piano, Michael Giacchino, uh, Giacchino, whatever. Uh, he's great. Um. Anyway, moving on. Before we talk more about my meltdowns and all movies, um, I'm so mad at you. What is our last question of the night? <laughs> Oh my gosh. What is a remake that is better than the original? Mine is now, super controversial, so I'm going to go last. Okay. Um, caveat, I have not seen a lot of the original <laughs> movies <laughs> or the remakes, so fun. Uh, uh, Mike, go ahead. <laughs> oh, dear Christ. <laughs> you guys are really bad with that. Um, okay, I have one. Um, I have one. I just don't want to say it first. Okay. Of course you guys have it. Just you know. Right, okay, I'll go first. Whatever. I could type it to you. Um okay, so mine is all the Disney movies that are being remade. Um I like think it, huh? I no, I'm not saying that those are better. I'm just saying those are my what whatever. Okay, out of all the Disney <laughs> live action. Oh, oh. Out okay. of the ones that have been made, um I think The Jungle Book is the best one. And okay. I love yeah, the original Jungle I Book. I agree. But I think uh, that's, I think the new one's better than the original. Um, Fair I enough. can't say I that agree. for the other ones. But um, go ahead, Mike, your turn. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep going when I said the previous weeks before. Lion King is... Uh... <laughs> okay, Sean, you're on. Are, are you serious, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Was, I'm kidding. I am kidding i was going to cancel into the grave. <laughs> You said that was your number one, right? I was. So far, but not overall. Um, (laughs) That's what I want to put. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Do you like Aladdin? What about Aladdin? Aladdin sucked. Aladdin was. Aladdin's trash. Not the greatest. Um, No. That's my favorite uh, Disney movie, like the original animated. It's my favorite. Right. I'm not a Disney Aladdin fan. Oh, I love it. We just rewatched it, and I love it. It's been in like every Kingdom Hearts game and it drives me crazy. I'm just done with well, it. I'm done. Make okay, it go away. Mike I'll, Mike, I'll give you your two cents. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, 
there's not much to go by. I mean, you think they're it's just better than the original? No. <laughs> I'm well, that's, the that's the question. That's the question. Nothing that you say is going to be more controversial than what I'm than what I'm about no. to say. So, nah, nah, nah. Oh. It's not going to be the thing. Uh, maybe the thing that Christian no. Harloff has still not seen. <laughs> I haven't okay. seen it either. But not the 2010 or whatever. That, that's of a. It, right? That's the. It's like a it's prequel. prequel. It's a yeah. weird thing. No, don't even don't even watch that. Watch the the eighties one. I mean, and the original thing is very much a fifties B movie. It's it's really cheesy. Um, I guess like the Mummy with Brandon Fraser. Brandon yeah, Fraser. you you could call that kind of a remake, but it's like a different take on the on the uh, original. Like, mm-hmm. it's by far so different than the original. But yeah, that's a good answer too. Okay, are we ready, Sean? Go ahead. All right, here is my actual answer. All right, this one is the actual answer. Beauty and the Beast. The live action? The live action Beauty and the Beast is better than the original. Really? Yes, it expands on the story much more. It finally gives the Beast a song. The Beast has a song in the Broadway musical, but it's fine. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. It's better. The Broadway musical is way better. (laughs) Evermore is also really good, though. Evermore is very good. Okay, it gave the Beast a song, which was not in the original. It expanded it on Belle's story. Okay. It was just, it looks gorgeous. It looks but, great. But Emma, though. Emma, though. Emma's fine. Emma's fine. No, no, I Emma's fine. fine. Emma's, she, she's auto-tuned in that damn thing. Oh, yeah. She sounds so yeah, horrible singing. In, in life. I don't think anyone sounds good in that movie, except for Audrey McDonald, but she's an actor. I kind of like, I kind of like the Beast oh, voice. Sorry. Yeah, I it's like weird, that, too. but I like it. But that's what you get when you hire actors that aren't yeah. singers. <laughs> and you get good performances out of them. Yeah. I think it's fine. Ian McGregor's yeah. good. Yeah, it's better than the original. Okay. What's your controversy? And my other one, this might not work because it's not technically a remake, but you could yeah, argue yeah. that it is. Uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens is I better than The New Hope. I was Star Wars The Force it's, Awakens it, it, is better has, than A New Hope in every has, remake. No, you did not say that. Yes, it's better than New Hope in no, every no, single no, way, no, Mike. No, not. Name How one way that A New Hope is better. Oh, because they do the same thing. It's the I same movie. It's literally the same movie. But better. Mm. It's the same movie, but the characters are more likable and more interesting. Mm. Ray is wow. a much more interesting character than Luke Skywalker. Mm. Wow. Luke is a boring character in A New Hope. Wow. Han's death is so much more emotional. No! Than Ren dying on the- What the fuck do you mean, no? <laughs> you... Kylo Ren is a much better villain. A much better character than Darth, Darth Vader. Yes! In A New Hope? Uh, in A New Hope, Mike. In A New Hope, yes. Yes! It is a better version. It does not lag for so long at the beginning on Tatooine. Oh God. It, God's oh much better God. Oh my God. The acting is uh, probably about the same level for most of them. You wouldn't have any other Star Wars outside that, that film. That wasn't the question. It's not better than the... It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not it's better. better. It's, it's better. better. It's not better. It's not better. Why, why isn't it better? Right now. No, no actually, speaking of, Star, speaking of Star Wars, oh, let me ask ahead. this question to you guys. Okay. Yes. Where do you guys rank the Mandalorian? Oh, from? snap. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Here we go. 
Uh, I'm going to have to add it on the fly because I did not do this. Let me go to my Star Wars <laughs> film rankings. As uh, of wait, right... Wait, are we doing them out of all of them or just the new stuff that has come out? I'm doing it out of all of them. I'm just, I'm just about to read. Just go for it. All of I'm it. I'm just going to read my list. Uh... No, don't... Re- <laughs> okay. 10 is Attack of the Clones. Oh, or I guess no, 11. 11 is Attack of the Clones. 10 is Phantom Menace. 9 is Solo. 8 is Rogue One. 7 is Revenge of the Sith. Six is the Mandalorian. Really? That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Then a new hope. Yeah, yeah, because like it's not done yet. Mm, Okay. But just first impressions. I mean, I saw. Yeah, yeah. Let's it go about right there for now without being finished. That's probably where it goes. Right. Like it's it's not a new. It's not uh. It's not Star Wars, but like it's cool. It's not like what I like about Star Wars, but. It's better than everything else they've done that I don't like about. And then uh, you know, it's a new hope, then Force, then Force Awakens, then Empire, then Return of the Jedi, then Last Jedi, uh, okay. in number one. But yeah, it's like I like the Mandalorian. I'm really enjoying what it's doing, but it's not the part of Star Wars I like. The part of Star Wars is like I like is the Force, and they're kind of doing it with Baby Yoda, but not really. It's you know, it's a side thing it's about the mandalorians and i like it but because of that reason it'll never go past the original trilogy without like until i see it in full Mm. and it probably still won't pass up the original trilogy just because like that's star wars Mm -hmm. what about you guys what about you mike (laughs) you've seen it right no he's not seen it sarah i know i know um have you subscribed to Disney Plus yet, Mike, or no? No. <laughs> there, where do you rank it? Is it your favorite Star Wars thing? I don't know. <laughs> Is it better than Attack of the Clones? <laughs> no. No, I was kidding. <laughs> 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 um, um, yeah, yes, but emotionally, no. No, I was kidding. Um, so, I don't know. I like Star Wars. <laughs> I appreciate Star Wars. Um, I grew up with the prequels. Those are my Star Wars movies. So, oh. and I, ju- yeah. Well, I just recently watched <laughs> um, um, uh, Return of the Jedi for the first oh, it's time. So good. So, first time? It's so good. It's the best of yeah. the original. It's um, so good. The I love thing- Ewoks. Ewoks are great. Uh, They're my favorite. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Okay. I don't know. Um, it's hard to say out of like overall, but out of the it, new stuff that has come out, like starting with Force Awakens, huh? it's probably my favorite. You're wrong, thing. but that's okay. Wow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow. Sean's so I'm polarizing this, this episode. I, really, Jeez. I would say it's up against Last Jedi because I really yeah, like. No, I was totally kidding. It's even if it was, it's fine because there's a lot of people that it is their favorite of the new stuff. I think they're crazy, but that's okay. Wow, rude. Yeah, like, you know. Well, what's your favorite? The Last Jedi is your favorite? Yeah, yeah. The Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie overall. I think it's the best Star Wars movie. Really? Yeah. I, I, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley's not the best in Force Awakens. That was also her first acting job, mm-hmm. pretty much. So I think she's much better in The Last Jedi. Uh, Luke is at his best in The Last Jedi. That's the best Luke has ever been as a character. Mm. Uh, got rid of Snoke. Think fuck. Moved, you know, uh, Poe became an actual character in it. Finn became an actual character in it. Like, Force Awakens is a cool setup, but okay, like. Okay, maybe Force Awakens is above Last Jedi. <laughs> That's fine. Look, I like the Force Awakens. I love it. 
it does it's a better version of a new hope mm. but i would like, put so i guess i would do like rogue one is like bottom and then yeah, i don't Solo. like rogue one either <laughs> no, I don't understand. Everyone keeps talking that Rogue One is like their favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. I it the is end, the best out of the rest of them. The last hour, yes. The rest of it is a hot mess. The beginning of that movie is a hot mess. Oh, I don't oh, care. I I still love it. I still love it. Look at all the characters that are dying that I don't care about. <gasps> Action wise is great, but like story yeah. wise, it's a hot mess. It makes best no space sense. fight. And you have to read a book to understand the movie. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. But Ben Mendelsohn's great. I love Ben Mendelsohn yeah. and Maz Mikkelsen. And it should have been, oh yeah, he's great. It should have been, uh, Tatiana Masavi, um, instead of Felicity Jones, but you know, it's fine, whatever. Um, she anyway. doesn't have any character in the movie. Yeah. Well, I love Cassie and Andor is a wasted time. <sighs> anyway, moving on. That's Anyways. the end. Um, are you sure you've not- tried to end it like three times? I really have, but then you guys just keep bringing up more, more stuff. Do it this time. Do it. Okay. Wow. Do okay. It. That's going to be the end of our show. Do it, Sarah. Maybe. I don't know what's happening. Um, I guess we'll go through all this stuff. <laughs> Mike, where can the people find you? Ah, people can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Mike Mixtape. Ah. <laughs> and uh sean and i do a podcast called uh into the grid it's a power rangers podcast you can follow it on twitter at go into the grid and just go to anchor.fm slash into the grid to listen to it great what about you sean at sean underscore afk on twitter and you can listen to jay wade and i do a mandalorian recap review show every week check it out yeah yes um yeah, they'll talk about how it's the best thing that ever happened to Star Wars. No, yeah, best thing that ever happened to Star Wars. <laughs> best thing that ever happened. Besides the last Jedi, you know. So, yeah. Um, you can right. find me on Twitter at scbock, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. Um, make sure you go and listen to the SEN after live show as well if you're listening to SEN. Uh, they do a great <laughs> job there. Um, I'm still going. <laughs> no, they're still going. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, we're recording the same night, people. So they're still recording. They're still. <laughs> they have a lot to say. Um, it's great show. Sen's great as well. We're not competing. You know, it's fine. Um, you can find that show and a bunch of other shows that we do, and more shows that we're coming up with. Great on the Merc when the movie blog feed on after. Oh my God, what what am I talking about? Merc with a movie blog. Merc with a movie blog feed on Anchor. There we go been a long day guys um have a great holiday hopefully you had a great thanksgiving and a great black friday may you be blessed with many many deals and discounts um amen okay uh, bye <laughs> Thank you.